Hello and welcome to the Saladcast on Sunday the 10th of February 2019. I'm your host Jan Terrain. Join me today, Zachary Burgess. Hello. And Robert Kemp. Hello. <laughs> he eventually settled into that hello. You don't normally get a chance to settle into a greeting, do you? You're, not, you're often, <laughs> no. more often than not, you're blind by surprise. By yeah. Because you're not expecting to be greeting people. Well, no, it's more that, like... You have to greet people back more than you I, intentionally I greet people, probably. Oh, I'd say on average. I don't know. Like, how often do you have the circumstance where you're you're walking towards someone for long enough that you're... Settling. Prepared. <laughs> yeah, you're settled for a greeting. I actually find that more anxious-making than just being surprised, because, like, you're walking towards them and you're like... Now I'm over. What, what do I do? Yeah, saying I've, hello part. I've, I've waved hello, but now there's like about a minute of walking distance. And this then, do I keep when staring I get... at them for the entire? Exactly. Seconds? Do I look away and then look back at them as I as I approach them, or do I just lock eyes with them for the entire length of the walk? Or do I always pretend to be disinterested the entire time and be like, "Oh, it's you." Yeah. <laughs> It's you. Oh, yeah. Didn't see you there, except I did, and so did you. <laughs> and we both we both know that I did. Yeah, but I can't admit that. We needed some um, slow guitar, or maybe maybe some slow piano, accompanied by some strings during my walk up to make it. And not a tuba. <laughs> no, definitely not a tuba. <laughs> nothing, nothing says this greeting is a joke than a tuba. So if you were scoring the film of your life, that's what you'd have to you'd fill in that gap with some uh, some musical stings. I think that may be slightly too dramatic. Well, it doesn't have to be dramatic music. Yeah, but I think any music just kind of makes it more dramatic by default. True. You could, what, would you prefer to have some sort of like dart player or wrestler? Like personal soundtrack intro or something. Every time, every time you know you're you're approaching someone for a greeting, that you need some sort of sort of playing to announce yourself. So the Rocky theme plays every time you walk up to someone. Yeah, pretty much. Well, it's a bit like how every time Sam enters Clarissa's bedroom. God. Oh, yeah. And it goes, <laughs> Yeah, that'd be perfect. All you need is a single strum of a guitar with a bit of vibrato. You, you, I guess you want that single note from the end of the first Red Dead, right? The late, the late title card. Dang! Dang. <laughs> Maybe a echoey crow. <laughs> <laughs> that's Fuck the noise that it makes every time your presence is felt we just hear <laughs> caw, caw. it's like a sonic logo like intel inside style <laughs> ding. you wave to someone as you're walking up to them it goes ding 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 <laughs> plug that gap i quite like the idea of like just a the pathetic sounding crow in the background every time you're mentioned <laughs> How are, how are, how are oh, Sonic oh, logos oh guys, going, look. do you think? Sonic like, logos. 
Yeah, like oh, Intel. Oh, sorry, not, not Sonic the Hedgehog logos. I was getting confused there. <laughs> Sonic, ironically, doesn't have a Sonic logo, although it probably could do. Sega's you got kind one, of, I mean, Sega. Sega, Sega, Sega have had loads, haven't they? They're, they're, at the moment, they've just got... <laughs> it sounds a little bit like one of the Intel ones, yeah. actually. I mean, Sonic kind of has, with on the classic Sonic style, like in Mania, when they brought that back, the, where the, him in the giant ring plays a small tune, and it's not, you know, the same tune every time, but it's clearly a Sonic thing. That used to be like the, the Sonic team. Yeah, as a little intro thing. Yeah. It's still not that common. I guess McDonald's have got that whistling. That sort of counts. U- Ubisoft have their single piano note. Hmm. Don't they? Except not always a piano any longer. Dang. Yeah, they'll, yeah they'll, they'll warp it in some way. I guess anytime you're like like a movie production house and you can have like a production, you know, thing appear above the, you know, before the film, then you can have a sound and it it extends to video games, right? Yeah. But then often they make them silent now, don't they? And so like, you don't often get bad robot. It depends what kind of film it is. You're going for a dramatic opening. You can't be having that. That's when they have to be silent. Mm. (laughs) I'm trying to think. Who else has... Well, when I was playing, when I was playing Thirty Second Hero, like I don't know if they, who the company are, but it was like marvelous, marvelous AQL or AQA or something like that, and it just, it just sort of went marvelous, <laughs> marvelous, marvelous. Did we have one? We don't have one for Happy Sound. We just have a theme tune. Yeah, However, we just have we have a vague chord progression. <laughs> The Collision Software intro had really aggressive sounds. <laughs> Didn't really have a tune, just sounds. No. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's our Sonic logo. <laughs> <laughs> or even, which one was, was it? Type or something that was just like. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, sorry. It was that zoom. <laughs> I, I had drawn true, smiley true, face. True, smiley face, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, boom. <laughs> Because, you know, we had to make weird branding on our branding, turn it into something different slightly. Because <laughs> we had the, 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 the extremely loud one was one of Rob's as well, wasn't it? The, <laughs> because it also had the zoom, 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 the, oh, no, like, that quieter the one, one. That was the one we landed on for a while, wasn't it? The yeah. Not the ridiculously loud car sound. Yeah, effect. there was one that was like, <laughs> and then and then you had to put up with wingdings appearing. Yeah, like, very uh, slowly. Yeah, that was the, the one on Glacial so... Speed Racer, wasn't it? Use that was one. It? Was that? Was it? I think I upgraded them all with the the settled on version, the one that had the um, software appearing with like a gl- kind of gloopy effect, right? Not gloopy, but Whoa. scanning effect. <laughs> The boah effect, rather than the one wing dig at a time effect with the same ding sound effect. How did that even turn into wing dings anyway? That was just the font that was missing. I don't even right? know what font we picked for it to be missing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think it was Can't some the kind of... font because we always have that. Well, we always have that. Yep. <laughs> the machines you tend to put it on don't. Horatio D medium. Horatio D med, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if you can get Horatio on um, like Google Fonts or something. Probably. Some 
Something pretty similar, I bet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's always some. <laughs> Where did that even in. come from? Are we legally using that font? <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, really it, it came with Windows, so I don't think it was. Oh, did it? Yeah. I think but so. not like any other version. Yeah. Of <laughs> that's what I mean. It's like. Well, I don't think, like, we wouldn't have downloaded it off the internet because I don't think we even knew how to get fonts off the internet. Well, installing fonts would have been a pain, yeah. Yeah. It must know, have come it from. It might have come from like a cd at some point because there were occasionally fonts on C- some cds oh, yeah that might have been it actually hmm. you're right I, I kind of forget the old days of weird demo discs really, <laughs> yeah, really weird demo discs not yeah. even just games just things i still like, like that font we chose like it's um it's an oh, art yeah. deco look isn't it with the round o's that are perfectly round uh, well, yeah, they, they, a lot of the um, angles and any of the bends are sort of done to a circular arc, aren't they? Yeah, than a, perfectly than elliptical yeah. arc. But, yeah, but it's nice. It's a nice look. I don't think we need to change our branding. <laughs> and I don't think <laughs> for I want all to go the places the, that it's used. I don't think I want, we want to go through the hassle of changing our branding. For all the places it's used, about three JPEGs. <laughs> hey, and all the, um, I don't know, the video. All the video stamps. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Consistent That's branding. Like one JPEG. <laughs> animated i guess well, it's actually not a jpeg it's like a well obviously it's not it's like a jpeg a, you wouldn't use a jpeg I mean, no, you it's like a like a vectored font in premiere but <laughs> what else did you get off demo discs or random discs that came quake with magazines mod. and things or killer 90 the best quake mod where did killer 90 come from was that a, a pc gamer disc or something yeah or it was definitely or something or pc format might have yeah been. it might have been because i'm sure pretty sure they would put out like random discs of like oh, what was the, the best ones. point yeah, of, the, his... what, what was the deal with pc format i can't remember it was like not a games but it had had, it had games. games in it yeah something but like that it was like I don't know, but it wasn't like Computer World or whatever, or Computer Shopper or something. It was a somewhere in between. The format was similar to like a, a PC gamer, but it was more oh, about yeah. like... Computer, Computer Shopper put out those like 200 free programs or yep. something discs. Oh, yeah. They would shit with floppies, Computer Shopper, wouldn't they? Like, ages ago. Well, sure. Most of these would have mm. had floppies at some point. Like Amiga Power. That's slightly different. <laughs> Maybe you're going to get CDs from a year. Not for very long anyway, at best. Yeah, I don't know that they ever did for, like, some of the Amiga Thousand series or whatever had, had actually did have CD drives yeah. at one point. 2000, maybe. I forget. It was when Commodore was dying, anyway. I was reminded the other day that they actually made... Uh, the IBM made a PC or something that had a Mega Drive built in, or something like that, <laughs> so they could you could just run Mega Drive games like. When, but it was, but it wasn't exactly like running from your PC. It was like a hard switch. The hardware was just in in the same box, and you could flip a switch and, and go. I'm playing my Mega Drive now. Because <laughs> PCs still couldn't play games, I guess. Then not mm. as good. Didn't have the dedicated hardware. Weird times. Also, I had like I don't know. We, 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 I'm pretty sure we played like the was it the Wipeout 2092 or whatever it was demo that I ended, ended up making sure that disc was kept good because that demo was was it something I always went back to for some reason. Because 2097 was great. 
and the PC version was incredibly hard to find. Like, yeah. I don't know if it ever really got a decent release in this country. Well, there's like, several games that we played on Derridus that we're like, what even happened to these games? Because well, that yeah. was the age of weird like, games not even going out. Like Tanktics. Yeah, like Tanktics. The only reason that like we even still have Civil Cyberpunk is because I literally bought that and it was a shareware. Yeah. It was like, Jesus Christ. And they, that was on a CD as well. That was actually quite an advanced shareware, I guess, for the time. They actually made they actually CDs shipped and yeah. shipped it. <laughs> I was like, holy crap. Still have that and it still works. Have you still got Return Fire anywhere? I have a version of Return Fire, <laughs> I think. It's probably not. Maybe. Get that on, like, I bet it's not our original. No, I don't think it's the original one that we had. Yeah. Well, what's the flight of the bumblebee music? I can't remember. It's something that just goes. Yeah, basically, yeah, basically that. And, and Valkyrieing around in the uh, helicopter. I could never, never get to grips with the helicopter in that game. Just always ended up going with the missile thing. <laughs> yes, because it could just blow up turrets nice and easy. That was like Hall of the Mountain King, wasn't it? Dun 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 dun. dun. Was that, did, the t- did the tank get that? I think the tank got like Mars, didn't it? Da, 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 no, dun, that would dun, make dun, some dun, sense. Or something yeah. like that. Wah, wah. I just remember all of that music being in a single giant WAV file that you could attempt to load in Windows on its own. Right. <laughs> You'd be sitting there a long time for it to try and figure it out. Yeah. Everyone likes single giant sound files. Like Dungeon Keeper 2. All the oh, voice audio tracks in one giant file. <laughs> Even ones that you've never heard because there were some like really obscure secret levels that I never got to. Settlers 2 demo. Yep. Which I remember playing for ages because we couldn't figure out how to make it progress. Yeah, because we were bad. Yeah. <laughs> so what do we do? I don't know. I built this really nice town and there's birds and trees. and I'm mm. just making as many roads as I can. Fill the map with roads. That kind of was the fun part anyway. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I don't remember if that... Because I actually had Settlers too, but I don't remember whether that that must have been floppies, but I don't remember them. Yeah, like your Micro Machines too. Yeah, Micro Machines too. I remember those because I've seen them quite recently. In fact, oh really? <laughs> well, because you gave them to me quite recently because they were here for some reason. Oh, yeah, I found them box, <laughs> didn't I? Yeah, not that long ago. Bling. Our old games. See them on oh. our YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some of them, anyway. It's took quite a back catalogue to get through once we're done with Half-Life. Have you got through Half-Life yet? Hear yes, me. but the video's not up. Okay, cool. We'll get, we'll get that plug out of the way. Next week's video. <laughs> what, did you, what did you think overall? I saw you guys bitching about it quite a bit while playing it, which is fair enough. It's pretty old. I don't, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's like, I don't, I don't think it quite... I mean, yeah, it's like it's like... It shouldn't be too harsh because, you know, 1998, right? But a lot of this stuff hadn't really evolved. None of this stuff, some of this stuff hadn't really been done before. A lot of it it, had never been done. Some of the stuff that seemed really clunky, like in terms of like set pieces, there just weren't any set pieces like that before, really. Yeah, it hadn't really been attempted. And so it's it's hard to look back at it now and, 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 you know, it hasn't held up, I don't think, particularly well. At this point, it's a bit silly. Yeah, there are there are certain stuff where it's just like, sorry, what and and what? Uh, I did think quite a bit of the glitchy Z fighting and stuff definitely didn't used to be there. Like, there's no. definitely like modern technology. Yeah, 
yeah, some, something maybe about them or this particular version of it, the yeah. version that's available on Steam right now, probably wasn't there. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think I'd, I, I basically didn't remember remember a good a good half of that game properly. And then I remembered most of it, but forgot the, like how long any part of it was. Some and parts were longer than I thought. Yeah, the it's long. I told you guys it was long. <laughs> and, and then forgot some of it is actually an opposing force. And so well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that happened. It's like, prepared to be slightly disappointed about some plot points Zach might have mentioned earlier in the video series. Well, um, that's in the video that's up at the moment, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not yeah, yeah. Be bad. We go to Zen. <laughs> There's definitely bits up of, of Forget About Freeman that I'd forgotten about, ironically. <laughs> you you did, did what you were told. It's fine. Also, there's a lot of those big, bad alien soldiers in that level. I hadn't actually remembered. You know, the ones with how the bees. Many those are. Yeah, yeah, there's freaking tons of them. <laughs> Guys the were running out of grenades. <laughs> <laughs> that one room at the start with the, with the Barney gun. You know, the gun that just has to mow down body work. Let's get him out of the way first. Then... I think I remember making the mistake of saving the Egon gun and then never, never using it. You guys did the right thing of just blasting them all. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the elephant cry. I remember being having trouble with the teleport puzzle and, or whatever, and you guys just go straight through it because it's not even that hard apart from the jumping well, the and thing is, but we death. went straight through it but i'm like there was definitely one bit where there was like a totally separate teleporter that we didn't go in that's yeah. really the thing that happens several times through that whole series it's just like there's there's two different ways you can go we just happen to go the right one except maybe they're both the right one because i think most of the routes just link back up anyway i think they do yeah i don't think you can go far off track in that game really i think no there's very clearly one route I can remember that we specifically didn't take, and we looked, we went down the other path, and then just kept going. And then, well, there was that whole bit with like the snark nests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it was just that's, like that's the one we I'm... looked down one of the corridors, and oh, it was like yeah. it goes into an underground car park. But what about this tube over here? And it's like, oh well, I guess this tube just goes where we need to go. So we'll yeah, never remember, know what was down the other way. I remembered that the tube was the right way when I was watching it, but then I was like, well, where does the other way go? But probably nowhere. <laughs> or it just links back up to the same place. Yeah, probably <laughs> into the tube somehow. Series of tubes. <laughs> it, it was it was it was more fun watching Zach playing it than if I think I was attempting yeah. it. it was, yeah, is the thing. It's like I don't I don't I don't think I would have wanted to have been in Zach's seat for that series <laughs> to actually play it. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely some times where I wouldn't have quite so overzealously hit the reload button, but there you go. <laughs> I still think there's parts of Half Life One or just like I don't know. Like Half Life Two is a much more refined game, and it's probably much more fun to play now. But I still there's bits of the, then, the, I still kind of bit... prefer Half Life One somehow. Yeah, I don't know. When I think back to Half Life Two, I remember that its segments being longer, but not necessarily in a good way. Like you know, some of the driving bits would go on for longer. The boat bit would go on for the longer. The boat bit is quite long. Then, yeah, yeah, just the airboat bit. Yeah. And so while that while they are definitely you know different bits to the first game for sure, there's just I'm not 100 percent sure that they should have kept them as long as they did. But I think the graphics are almost more jarring now because they're closer to modern graphics. They're like more like the the eve of modern graphics rather than 
just 90s graphics. Oh, what, you reckon yeah. Half-Life 2 is sort of entering its own uncanny valley? Of, yeah, like, I think so, what, because it's like... what graphics tech's like. It's like, engine-wise, it's okay, but texture-wise, it's bad, and stuff like that, you know? Mm. It hasn't even got, like, well, you know, modern graphics have all moved to what material-based rendering and things like well, that. Well, yeah, that's, re- like, that's really the, quite the last, recent, though. Yeah. yeah, the last few years have definitely defined a, a new look to yes, games. that's I true. Think, so. Which looks but, uh, awesome. <laughs> I love that material stuff. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's really impressive, but I can't help but think it actually starts to take away from the individuality of games to some amount. Right, because like, they all start these... looking... Yeah, this, 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 like to a certain extent, this material-based rendering engine ends up making everything look very much, almost like it came from the same place. Like, yeah, but that already kind of started happening just based on the engine engine, not even like the True. rendering. Yeah, like, if it was Unreal Engine, you were like, oh, it's an Unreal Engine game. Especially the Un- Unreal Engine 3 days, you know, the, the start of the Xbox 360 lifecycle and things like that, when, you know, it's like, yep, that's clearly an Unreal game. Mm. Once they'd got past next-gen filter and all that, <laughs> it, it got a little better, but... I don't know. You could you could look at Gears of War and Mass Effect and clearly see the parallels, right? Yeah, you could see it. So I'm kind of glad we're away from that. But yeah, I, I don't know. Perhaps you need. Perhaps it's just a uh, uh, you know another argument for getting people to stylize their games more. Maybe it's just an argument for people to actually fucking start making engines again. <laughs> <laughs> It's too expensive, though. These that's the problem. It's like yeah, I don't know, like, like Square have dropped Luminous Engine, haven't they? Even though they built it for Final Fantasy Fifteen, and it's not a terrible engine, but I'm pretty sure they're not using it anymore. Yeah, but that's what Square does, though. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> they make stuff and only use it in one game and, and name it and everything, and then just like, no, nah, we don't want that any longer because it's like fucking ten years later by this point. Mm. <laughs> God knows what Crytek are really up to these days, you know, <laughs> with Cry Engine or. And Lumberyard, the, the Amazon. Oh, yeah, that thing. Version of it. Yeah. I don't hear much about that. Well, it's supposedly powering uh, Star Citizen. <laughs> oh, God. Maybe. Some part of Star Citizen. That's <laughs> really getting to the point of being vaporware at this point, isn't it? Like, come on. Well, they do keep at least releasing the new, you know, alpha builds of it. Yeah. So, it's, like, it's not entirely vaporware. They turn up every now and then. Runnable the programs thing. exist. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what's paperware gone... maybe is just like putting all those individual parts into one package. Yeah, <laughs> like these individual parts work separately, but maybe not if you shove them all into one file. <laughs> Actually, delivering seems to be on the uh, end goal. They've got to get to somewhere where they can put a product out, or like a proper product, right? <laughs> or do they? I don't know. Or do they? Yeah. They've already yeah. sold it, basically. Maybe secretly that's what they're doing, like some of their tech behind the scenes. They're just sort of giving to other companies. You know, selling. I don't think anyone wants their terrible tech, to be honest. (laughs) They've had problems with their engine, several problems. Whatever engine they're using, I don't remember. I think it's Unreal, isn't it? Or is it? Star Citizen. Oh, no, it is. No, it's Lumberyard. Yeah, it's not Crytek Crytek. Yeah. (laughs) Because that was one of the problems when it changed to Lumberyard and they had to shift everything over into it. Yeah, because I think it might have been on Crytek before. Yeah. And then they moved to Lumberyard. Which is why it never ran well. (laughs) (laughs) True. Crytek engine has never been massively performant. Pretty in places, but but not massively fast. 
So what have we got in terms of actual news? <laughs> official official news. Actual news. All right, let's talk about games that I, t- I think don't use material-based rendering. <laughs> um, Respawn put out a game. Mm. Out it of came the out blue. of nowhere. Yeah. Battle Royale. Oh, I mean, yeah. Of course. <laughs> does, is, does it free, is it free to play, right? What's it, it is totally a- free to play. Apex yeah. Legends. Mm. I went. I went to look for news just now on Reddit, and this is all anyone is talking about. Yeah, it's it's blown up big. Um, you know, it's hit that. Um, uh, was it they hit the one million mark in the first twenty four hours or something? And yep. have in the space of the first couple weeks, have hit the what is now considered to be the magic free to play mark of ten million players. They've hit and it. And it it's, it's done so super fast. Yeah. Um. Uh. And has basically taken over Twitch. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, it seems like a pretty big deal. Um, Kip, uh, I haven't played it myself yet. I do have it downloaded, but Kipper's checked in and said, "Yep, this is the most fun I've had with a battle royale yet." And he's cool. played quite a few of them, in fairness, because he's played the Counter Strike one. The, uh, the he's a big fan of the COD one. The uh, he has dabbled in Fortnite um, and wasn't hugely taken. He likes by this it. better than the COD one. He likes this better than the COD one at the moment. He says, like, the mm. speed of it is is what does it for him. Like, it's it's Titan. So it's based in the Titanfall universe. Okay. You don't have, you're not in the pilot, whatever the suits the pilots have. You're not in those, um, so you don't have wall running. You don't have the crazy jumping. Oh, okay. But you do, you do run as fast, and you do have knee slides, and you can still traverse, like, ropes and things like that, um, and swing and slide down the big... Um, well, yeah. <laughs> what, is, what is it called? Is it lining? There we go. That's what I was looking yep, for. Yep. Um, you can, so you can do all that stuff. Um, so it all operates at that speed. Um, but they've combined, so they've done the other direction of COD, whereas COD seems to have a similar lethality to Call of Duty normally. You're like, you've got slightly more health, but not that much more. They've mm. sided with giving you quite a lot more health than you normally would in a Call of Duty and Titanfall game. So you're a little bit bullet spongy. Oh, cool. Um but they've got they've gone that way, and they've also designed the entire game around three player squads. So that's the only way to play right now. Right. Um, with the idea being that it's like if you lose an encounter, the chances of you, you if you get knocked out, it's actually quite difficult for you to then be outright killed. Um, so meaning that in, in theory, the squad stays together for longer. So if you win an encounter, you you're probably going to have your whole squad, which is smart. For, for keeping all the players engaged and making sure each firefight is a little bit fairer. Hmm. Um, so what, if you get killed, can you respawn on your squad then? That's no, you don't respawn, royale. but the, but when you're... So it's got one of those down but not out systems like most battle royales do. Oh, I see. Um, yeah. um, <laughs> so you're, 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 you're on the floor, but it takes... I, I think you take quite a fair amount of damage to be outright killed <laughs> once you're in that state. And they also get one of the pickups is is a knockdown shield. So if you if you do come under fire, you can activate a shield to protect yourself for a period of time as well. So you can optionally optionally burn your knockdown shield to, okay. to to give your squad more time to get to you or to deal with the the encounter before you get outright murdered. Uh, and it's it seems it's it's it seems pretty smart. I've seen more. You know, I've been I've been watching a fair amount. Actually, look, surprisingly for me, I don't normally get into this whole watching <laughs> games thing. So the thing I've been hearing about uh, from a, mul- a couple of articles I just glanced over, which actually is kind of exciting for me, is like they've put a lot of work into the communication system for when you're not on voice. Yeah, chat. 
So that is that. That's, <laughs> Everyone's crazy enthusiastic about this, but it's basically just a battlefield spawning system, but slightly better. I like the battlefield. Yeah, the battlefield system. Good, so, so it's, better, it's a definite better. It's a definite evolution in that if so, if you line up your cursor directly on someone, which is rare because of the range and the speed, and you tap R one on PlayStation, it is then you'll it, it, you'll spot him and it'll give the the classic battlefield marker classic, and be like yeah. we've, we've seen a guy. However, you can use that like when you're not a hundred percent about things. So if you like look at a space on the map and um, you double tap, for instance, I think it then calls out to be hey, I, it like gives the I think I saw something right. over in this general area. So it's a bit fuzzier. Right. Yeah, so it'll sort of ping that area of the screen, um, but you can do that anyway. Like whether you've seen the guy or not, you can start pinging at things to be like. <laughs> so hope you don't get some random asshole in your team who just spams all over the place. Just sure. be a troll. <laughs> but, there, but there are ways you can then like instruct that ping to be something else. Like, hey, I'm pretty sure there's some stuff over here, or or if you're looking at an object and you press it, it like does the left for dead thing and calls out, "Hey, there's health here," and things like that. So you're. Uh, it, you know, it, it's it's attempting to yeah. I guess left is actually the better comparison yeah because of the item spotting. It's, it's context aware in a, in a lot of a lot of cases. So um, you're saying pills here? Yeah, yeah. basically pills here. Okay. You were wrong about respawning, by the way. You can actually respawn. Oh, is there a respawn? If you're t- if oh, the rest of your that. team wins the fight, they can go to your corpse container thing, get your dog tags, and then take them to a respawn location. Oh wow! Supposedly, I've never actually I, seen that happen. No, I never <laughs> saw that. That's cool. And then you can camp out outside that, waiting for teams coming to yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit. It'll be like. Was, was it planet side or something where it's just like, yeah, <laughs> some, swan tubes. yeah exactly <laughs> someone's driven an apc right up to the face and it's like well we've got us around that thing well sounds kind of cool yeah I'm definitely i always like respawn uh they yeah, seem like, like the good guys from the call of duty lot absolutely yeah. titanfall 2 was a bit sad that didn't get played as much as it ought to have done, especially given it had. We just get to be slightly disappointed that this isn't Titanfall Three. Yeah, because apparently they're not making that after all. Yeah, so that was <laughs> that was the follow-on from this, and it's like, yeah, we're really happy with Apex Legends surprise, but yeah, you, but this does mean we haven't been working on Titanfall Three. Um, well, I mean, they're, they're doing that Star Wars game as well, and they can, you can't ask everything of this team, can you? No, exactly. It's like I didn't think they were big enough to have been working on. Three projects at once. And the reason they're, they're not, they were making... working on Titanfall Three, Titanfall Three first, right? That yeah. Was the one that... So the, there was the rumor about that they were work, they were working on Titanfall Three. You know, so... to the point where I think I've said on this podcast yeah. where, several times where it's like yeah, we know they're working on Titanfall Three. It's like, but it turns out no, they're just working on Titanfall ish stuff. I mean, it's clear what happened, and I don't think it's even that bad. Like, it's it's all about business right and they just said okay well titanfall 2 didn't work out that well in terms of the sales and stuff so we know that battle royale is super popular so if we'll get together with you to figure out how to use your awesome skills to make a super popular free-to-play battle royale and emulate the success of something like Fortnite, and Mm. then we'll give you the star wars license you know we'll do everything we can to support you to make something actually makes money which is i think what they'll probably do now and then they can come around to titanfall There is some other news around this. It's like that Respawn have said that there is some other Titanfall project to be released this year. It's just specifically not Titanfall 3. Right, yeah. Whatever that means. Yeah, so it's like, what is that? 
I mean, it's sad when you've got a great game like Titanfall 2 and you're running out of people to play it with because no one's playing it. You know, they're, they're not going to have this problem, hopefully. With I'll admit, like, yeah, the community on PC during Titanfall 2's like heyday was fairly small, even. Yeah, well, it exactly. was on Titanfall One even. A uh, Titanfall, Titanfall One had had a much bigger. Well, on PC, yeah, it wasn't that great. Yeah. On, on on Xbox, it had a fairly decent player base. But yeah, Titanfall Two on PC had a fairly small player base. But they kept playing it for a long time. Right, it's like it was a, like a small number that stayed fairly consistent. So because I kept I kept dropping in for quite a lot, quite a large number of months, like just occasionally firing out and being like, oh yeah, this is still installed. This is fun. I'll give it a quick go. And it's like, and it was the same number every time. <laughs> like, it's just like, oh, all the, all the same people are still playing this apparently. Um, and and it was it was badass. It was, it was a great game. Um, so I never really struggled with it. But uh, yeah, this 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 is bigger than any than anything they've done so far already. Um, but I wonder how much money they're making out of it because, mm. like, they they I think it's a cosmetic microtransaction yep. system and not a lot else. So you know, following the Fortnite model. Obviously, the Titanfall thing they should release is just a patch to this game to put in like Titanfall mode, where well, put the Titans in because they could have the like more simplified, like simpler movement for the more casual gaming. Because oh, really, that's why that's why this obviously isn't a Titanfall battle royale is because the wall running, double jumping Titan mechanics was just way complicated for for mass appeal. <laughs> and the thing is, is like, well, the jump kits works nicely because you. Because of the high lethality, right? So you could be running along the wall and get a kill while you were doing it. Whereas the bullet spongy nature doesn't make that quite such a tactic now. I don't know if it was I mean, running along that. walls shooting was really important in, in the Titanfall anyway. It was more just a maneuvering thing to I, get to places. I guess. It would be pretty effective at times. There were some, yeah, some of the maps in Titanfall 2, particularly. Well, uh, yeah, when they designed around it, basically. Yeah, it's like big, you know, there's that one level which is basically just a series of ravines but yeah they, you, they should clearly just make a patch for apex legends to be like now with titanfall mode <laughs> where he, it turns on all the all running jumping in titans i did see some people say like obviously the way to do the titans would just be make it when the ring gets to a certain small size and there's a certain number of squads left that's when you suddenly get titans and it just turns oh, into a titan would, fight for a minute that would, that would be pretty funny <laughs> but maybe you'd have had to have picked up a certain titan beacon yeah in like your inventory, or you like, you have a default one that then you can find like a one of the other types or whatever or a different a different gun equipped titan for yeah, your drop right. if you survive to that point in the game i get the feeling that might be a huge balance issue but i don't think it would be it wouldn't be any more bad than regular titanfall probably and at least then everyone would be getting their titan at the same time yeah, true <laughs> it'd be like last titan standing mode, yeah though, basically but, yeah Except then the pilots would also come out. You have a final death fight. Then, 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 then you kind of have to have some kind of anti-Titan weapon, I guess. Yeah. I think there's a lot to think about there. <laughs> but yeah, it could be possible to do that. But I don't you know. They're worried about getting as many people in as possible. So keep it relatively simple to start with. Uh, yeah, I mean, and they'll probably just put characters in because, you know, they have characters. So that would be what, the, if there's going to be more patches to this game, that would be mm. what will be coming, presumably. I mean, yeah, they've, they've sort of done a hero structure is the other interesting thing, yeah. I guess, about this. There's eight, I think, at the moment, distinct classes. Um, so you have you do have to build your squad with some abilities in mind, like always have the one of them being the healer lady. <laughs> Which naturally is the classic thing that sucks about team-based games. Yeah, you got like, to oh, have a healer. No one else picked healer. Well, fuck. <laughs> I guess I get to be a healer. I'm gonna play as Lifelink, <laughs> I think she's called, but 
but they went. It seems like they've gone a little bit crazy, at least with their characters. Like Wraith seems to run around with, like he does the does the anime run, right? He throws his arms <laughs> behind him. <laughs> I don't think that matters too. <laughs> it, look, it looks kind of funny. All that matters is whether one of those classes has a jump kick melee. <laughs> jump kick melee. Because mm. the only melee that I've actually seen has been the medic woman who just does this weird like double handed punch stab thing <laughs> not even sure what weapon if, it's, if she's literally just punching or whether she had like a scalpel or something but mm. it's just this weird double-handed one so i'm sure you can but without yeah fire. but without the fire still seems cool um i will probably play some of that and get back to your next episode oh cool yeah surprise um, what else we got? What else is going on? Uh, we can stick with EA, I suppose, yep. for a bit. Um, they have backed down in Belgium. Backed down on fighting the law. Yeah. <laughs> so Belgium ruled that their practices around uh, basically FIFA Ultimate Team points yeah, basically. Uh, and that style of um, loot box system was uh, was gambling and therefore outlawed. Um uh, and EA said, "No, nah, man, we're still going to do this." Um, and they did for a while. Super have got all the way with it for longer than I thought, but for whatever reason, they've now decided, "Nah, we probably shouldn't fight the law. <laughs> the law will win." Um, so they've taken out the ability to buy whatever the coinage is in FIFA Ultimate Team. In Belgium. In Belgium. <laughs> yeah. They're still going to make mega bucks out of it everywhere else. Yep. Or not the Netherlands, at least. Ever except Belgium and the Netherlands. <laughs> yeah. And I think one other place I don't remember. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's that. Uh, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah. The Star Wars license. <laughs> there's apparently, there was a news report that apparently, the I think it was the CEO maybe of Disney, or someone wow. back in Disney anyway. Said that basically they think EA is doing a good job with the Star Wars license. <laughs> right. Which is pretty hilarious considering the two slash three games that they managed to put out. It's pretty, it's pretty funny given the, the amount of like commentator backlash that's been happening on YouTube of late of people yep. saying, saying like, hey, do you remember when LucasArts had the license yeah. and they put out like 13 games or something in, in the same amount of time EA have had it? And the thing about the quote from Disney is, like, the guy li- literally says, well, this is the exact quote, he pretty much literally says, we don't know shit about making games, but EA seems to be doing okay. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> apparently you don't know shit about making games. <laughs> They're like, oh, my, my kids have Galaxy of Heroes on their phones, and they seem to like it. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a bit of that. And I think, it, like, Battlefront, for all its faults, hasn't actually done too badly money-wise. Like, both of them. I think they've been they've actually probably done all right. Um, mm. and ultimately that's what Disney cares about <laughs> but don't they realise that it could have been so much better that's the thing it's like doing alright is one thing but it's fine Star Wars <laughs> Star Wars shouldn't do alright well it's kind of the same with the sequels isn't it I mean the first one was really yeah. good I mean that's where that's you know the natural YouTube comment to any video about this is like Disney is fucking up actual Star Wars yeah it's fucking up regular Star Wars of course they think they're doing alright <laughs> <laughs> They don't have the perspective of what makes good Star Wars. Yeah, no one knows in current Disney, apparently. So yeah, there's that. And EA stocks have been all shitty recently, apparently. Yeah, because well, what did they say? Because like, they 
they admitted that Battlefield 5's what seven was terrible. Seven point eight million copies sold or was insufficient. Yeah, again, as they, always, they pulled a Square Enix and was like, "This hasn't met our expectations." Well, you didn't put your battle royale in it. Mm. That's why. Well, yeah, that <laughs> still hasn't come out. Yeah, if it even will at this point, because you know Apex Legends. <laughs> oh, it will. They'll they'll put it in Battlefield for sure, but. Um, I think they always said it was going to be around March time. Yeah, they did always say yeah. that, and it was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that, that supposedly hasn't done so well. And yeah, as a result of them coming out and saying that, the stock price has dropped significantly. That real damn time, really. Well, this might be the time to buy EA stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I'm no analyst. It might be about time for fucking EA to shut down, for God's sake. <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> or get smaller, anyway. Yeah, Shed, I mean, not that we want them to shut down even more of their sub studios, but <laughs> it'd be nice. They need to shut them down and not buy anymore. <laughs> yeah, don't. Yeah, definitely don't buy any <laughs> studios because we know you're going to kill them in a couple of years. I yeah, can't see I mean, Anthem doing massively better than like Battlefield Five. No, that's the other thing that's where people. It's weird because the hype around Anthem has been so killed. What a, it's sort of weirdly middling. It's yeah. like some people are really high on it, and some people are really eh about it. It's like it hasn't. I'm not. I, I haven't really got a decent read. I mean, it's that's like, the thing that people have been saying about Anthem versus Apex Legends at this point is that like it's almost but not quite the reverse of the Titanfall situation, Titanfall versus Battlefield, where like <laughs> they've done it again, where they've released two of their games really close together, and one of them's going to get shit on. Except this time, it's not. The, the, the Titanfall team's one. It's the other no, one. It's the other one. <laughs> I'm not 100 percent sure they're really in the same space. Really, I don't know the destiny. <laughs> yeah, but that's players. what we said about Battlefield and Titanfall. Even though those are a lot closer. Ba- yeah, Battlefield and Titanfall are definitely a hell of a lot closer than the, the than a Battle Royale and a Destiny spin-off. You know, <laughs> it's... Mm. they're still shooters, though. I mean, yeah. I mean, did you want to talk about Anthem? I played. I played the demo last weekend. That could be what you've been playing. We've run out of news now, haven't we? No. Well, there's a little bit more news, but... Uh, uh, well, I guess there isn't really that much more news. Actually, looking at the list, it's like, I don't know what, Detective Pikachu 2 has been announced. Great. Neither, <laughs> That's not even a game. That's it's a not, film. It's not a game, it's a film. Yeah, the film, even though the first film hasn't come out yet. Okay, I'm well... I'm still really excited for, though. I think it's... <laughs> <laughs> Detective um, Deadpool. <laughs> Detective yeah. Deadpool, yep. Yeah. Cool. Uh, uh, what else did we not cover? Oh yeah, there's the whole Fortnite fully crossplay thing, and you know accounts can now be merged, so that whole thing is now over. So it's eventually giving it up. So yeah, so well, for some games, anyway, so still, yeah, because they've allowed full crossplay in Rocket League as well now. Um, so they, it's getting there. Uh, the whole account merging thing is interesting because does that mean Sony are just like well, the whole account merging thing is probably going to suck for a lot of people who are like suddenly because before they were like oh I have to make a new account on on the Switch because uh, if I want to play Fortnite so I don't get all my stuff and now they've probably made a new account on the Switch got a bunch of stuff on that account and now mm. you've got the merge these two accounts together and suddenly like you get like you have all this wasted effort of stuff you already got on both accounts depends <laughs> how the dupe system works in that game I don't know well yeah. Even has one, yeah. I guess they would have thought about that and maybe like, oh, if you've got dupes, we'll give you V bucks for it. Or you would hope so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's good news. I'm still looking out, for, holding out for like Rocket ID as a thing. 
And it's like the cross party stuff coming at Rocket League will be cool. Mm. The cross play party stuff, but you know, ultimately Rocket ID is where I want to be because it's like I want all my I want all my stuff on all platforms. If I'm away from home and then I've got my Switch, <laughs> you have Rocket League on the Switch, right? I think. No, but I could. <laughs> you could, yes, exactly. That's why. I have, that's why I haven't. Well, the primary reason I hadn't picked it, I didn't pick it up while I was still traveling away from home fairly frequently. It's not like you don't have other stuff to play on the Switch. Well, but, yeah, I've still got a lot of Smash Bros. still to play. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know what I mean? It was just one of those, like, it would have been... Would've, it would have been nice. Yes. If you got the last bit of news, I What's guess that? the last bit of news, the Metro Exodus thing. Well, yeah, I thought we weren't talking about that. I thought you poo-pooed it before the cast. No, I said we should talk about it. Oh, okay. I said the exact opposite <laughs> of that. <laughs> I totally misread. Uh, yeah, Metro Exodus. This is a an odd one. Um, well, the, the, so thing... the game's due out in, like, a week yeah. or something like that, well, or this week, maybe. And um, it was available on Steam for pre-order. Um, so people will have put down money on Steam for 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 this game, and they've announced now, like in zero hour, pretty much, that it's an Epic Game Store exclusive, which puts everyone in a slightly odd position. And it's like, so mm. they ha- they have said that they are honouring people who have bought the game in some way, like, but the, I don't think they've really said whether that means it's going to be a refund or whether it's going to be they're just going to unlock the game on Epic Store. And be like, here you go. Well, um, it's probably that. I, I think they've said that, like, the physical versions that would have had a Steam code in are now just going to have an Epic code in. So if you've already pre-ordered the the physical physical box. version, you're just going to get a different type of code. Boy, yeah, that must be a pain in the ass if they already made a load of stock. But um, well, it's only a code. It's not like it's a disc. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a lot more pain if you had to reprint discs for, for some Unless reason. Unless they just made all those codes still work. They knew all the codes anyway, I guess. So it's like. I mean, the thing about this story is it's basically the exact same thing that happened with Satisfactory, except slightly worse. Because Satisfactory was on Steam as well, but it hadn't got to the point of taking pre-orders yet. Right. It so, just had a page. So no money changed hands. Yeah. yeah. But it's still the same. You look at the comments and it's basically the exact same things people were saying on the Satisfactory announcement about there. I think exclusively, except slightly more so. Where people are like, you put it on Steam, you use Steam to advertise it, and now suddenly you've moved Epic. <laughs> yeah. So Valve have actually commented on this situation, mm. um, flat out calling it unfair to yeah. all parties involved, like, uh, which I think is fair enough, actually. Like, well, if, especially in, in this case, more than the satisfactory, because yeah, the money once yeah, you actually start taking pre-orders. I mean, it's it's it's. You could argue that it's not entirely unfair on the consumer and except for they're not going to be able to play on their platform or distribution service of choice yeah it's forcing them if they've pre-ordered to to use the epic store um even if maybe steam have probably still taken their cut right steam have probably still got the pre-order money I don't know about that i wonder what would happen they must have right because it was sold through steam it's like sure but does like well i guess you have you have to wonder like how often those checks go through or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> have they been on Steam long enough to get the first check from Valve or whatever? Or the other way around, pay Valve however much. Yeah. Oh well however that's working, Valve think it's unfair on them as well. And it's like <laughs> sure. you were selling it here and now you're not. Like, yeah. What's the deal? <laughs> well I'm sure they'd like money. <laughs> oh of course. Yeah, of course Steam want the money, but like uh it's it's just an odd position to be in. Yes. It's, like, it's clearly a business move. Well, right? yeah. yeah. I mean, just like Satisfactory, where it's just yeah. like, I mean, the Satisfactory devs said it specifically, where they're just like, yeah, well, they, we just got money out of this deal, which we're going to use to keep our studio running <laughs> while we finish making this game. Sure. Yeah. 
I bet Epic at this point, like it would be hardly surprising if we learned that Epic actually paid quite a bit of money for this deal to yeah, go ahead. I'm sure. Um, that's how exclusivity deals work, I guess. Yep, right. But um, but it would have to have been significant for them to pull this at the last moment. Mm, maybe unless it's unless it turns out this isn't as much of a hassle as we think it might be. Yeah, maybe. If it actually is quite easy to just go nope and just turn it off on Steam. Oh, I mean, I bet <laughs> I bet the button press is quite easy. Yeah, yeah but um, yeah, just a just a just a strange one overall. I don't know that that's happened before, mm. or at least not to this level. No, not for like a triple A title, probably not, or double A. I don't know what you consider Metro. I mean, probably not similar things might have happened but like within steam like the planetary annihilation thing where they where the thing that was going to be an expansion turned into a full game even though it already had a store page for it mm. that was a slight but that's that's like internal on steam yeah that yeah. was like a completely different launcher i don't think anyone really misses out particularly in that scenario the only other vaguely similar situation might have been like mass effect 2 where it was sold on steam but then Got taken oh, off got Steam pulled. and put onto Origin, but you could still run it through on the Steam version. They yeah, still yeah. allowed you to. The files was still on on Steam at somewhere, and it was some time after you know I guess the launch, so yeah. the initial sales spike would have died down, and so it's not all that meaningful. And it still had its own internal like login system anyway, the stupid Cerberus network. Oh yeah, sure <laughs> about that. Bio ID. Yep. <laughs> Bioware code. So, yeah, network. It's definitely fucked up. I suppose the first Mass Effect games were before Bioware was officially bought by EA. Is that right? They were still mm. they, they were being published by EA, but they weren't. Yeah, maybe. But they weren't yeah. outright owned at that point. I think so. It happened around the Old Republic kind of development time, right? Mm. Something like that. So a lot of people, a lot of Metro fans, are quite pissed. <laughs> Yeah, and then there was the subsequent story, which I guess we don't need to talk about as much. But like, supposedly, and this is possibly a problem with fucking Google Translate or whatever. But supposedly, one of the devs said basically, like, if the sales of Metro on PC are bad, we're not going to make it on PC any longer. Sort of like threatening, if you don't go over to Epic and buy our game just because it's on Epic, then don't expect to get a PC game in the future. I think they have come back since then. <laughs> yeah, well, and, the, and... the whole company has. Been like, don't listen to that guy. Yeah, we're yeah, still we're still supporting PC. Crazy. Come on, yeah. Which would be madness because I think those first two Metro games <laughs> were kind like, of yeah, PC centric. Yeah, yeah. But it will be a bit weird if Epic like try and get as many tent pole supposedly PC games over to their a thing as possible using all those I Fortnite billion. I think that's what they're doing. Profit. Yeah, yeah, that's the plan, right? What yeah. else do they want to get? Uh, uh, I mean, it, it's always going to be an uphill struggle to get people to buy into another launcher, right? Like, what they, if they try be... and get Cyberpunk or something like that exclusive? I don't know. Yeah, I guess this is the war. Has their own thing, though. Oh, they? yeah. Because they're tied into GOG. Oh. Ah, I didn't know that. So, what, is that post-Witcher 3, anything's going to be GOG'd? Well, maybe and... Other stuff. It's not like an exclusive. Right. I think yeah. GOG is just like their first choice or whatever. Or do they run it? I think fucking CD Projekt might actually run GOG. That would be interesting. I don't even remember. 
what are the big big pc games that people buy ridiculous rigs to play that are coming question actually what is well, i mean anthem <laughs> what like, is, you know anyone who uh, well, EA stuff right yeah. but they have their thing so you can't buy those you gotta think of things that aren't Dead rally 2 <laughs> <laughs> Code right. Right. So, anyone who's super into their vr yeah is that what the graphics cards are for now vr random things uh, and i suppose i suppose anyone who really gets serious about their their, their games right so most of the fortnite players must have pretty massive rigs Maybe. So Fortnite's not a hugely Maybe. demanding no. game, but it's like you can you you know it's scalable. More frame rates. It's pretty scalable, yeah. You want you want those frames. It's like, you know, CS players don't need enormous rigs, but they need one to hold that one four four consistently. And at a decent res. I'm not really thinking of like competitive. I'm thinking of people with too much more money than sense that try and get the bestest graphics and get like, the 4K screens. The most, like, the most recent thing that I can think of that would have been um, you know high-end pc game would have been like just cause 4 right yeah right. That's pretty, apparently that's pretty well then the pc version has pretty brutal <laughs> well, performance anyway no, you need a good pc to run it not necessarily because it looks real good yeah i don't know like you know ff15 like the, that's the best version of that game is on pc yeah for right? sure yeah so the best version of a lot of games is on pc exactly right? yeah but then who publishes just cause that's square is square it? again yeah. <laughs> it's the square games that look good I guess that's all we've got left, like Hitman Two and all that. <laughs> it's like those are the most; those are really the most recent, right? Well, there's been modern some, games I can think of. There's, PC. Been, there's been some stuff about, like you know, Anthem supposedly not looking the part on the console. If you if you've played the PC version, you well, then sure. go to the console version. You're just like, oh, right, like, this yeah, doesn't quite yeah. hold up. Even on the X, apparently, it's not. I don't there. think the Frostbite engine has ever worked on consoles fully yet oh it? i don't know like i remember when like battlefield 3 and 4 were running in frostbite on yeah but they weren't still were comparable to the pc version of it they were pretty fine it has to be said like yeah, they, they, were, they were good but they were still clearly worse i don't know if they were clearly worse that's the thing i do remember like battlefield 4's campaign on a ps3 and being coming away fairly impressed with what it was doing like yeah you might have lost some res because like, we were running yeah. at full 1080, right? And it's like so you might not have been able to deal with that on a PS3, but it was it was pretty impressive. I, I was just the reason I'm asking is I think that the ones that people buy these crazy graphics card rigs or whatever for you could probably, uh, if you're Epic, you could probably tempt all of those over, right? The tentpole ones and leave Steam as kind of a tons of indie games yeah the indie zone well i mean what i guess if you're hoping for more people to use the unreal engine again instead of like unity (laughs) Mm. i guess yeah exactly anyway just just speculating on what could happen with all of those Fortnite billions you could probably shake up the market do you hear about the thing about axiom verge yeah yeah the, the the that they made, they've made that three on the um, Epic Store, which I, might be the thing to tempt me over <sighs> and be like, because actually, Verge was always, I think, has been on my wish list for a long time, just because it's Metroid y, right? Yeah. And it's a good Metroid game. Um, uh, but it wouldn't run on the Epic Store because it was supposedly missing some files called Steam. <laughs> so they'd ported it over, but they'd done a bad job about it. <laughs> They'd just taken all the Steam files out and then the game didn't know how to run. Yeah, that sounds like a lazy method. Yeah. 
So the community, so the Steam forums actually came to the rescue and gave everyone the solution to be like, yeah, you need these files. So it's not, it wasn't even like it was trying to look for like hooks in Steam or anything. It was just literally it was just, it was from, like they copied the folder, then just did a search on the folder for anything named Steam and just deleted it. I mean, I bet there was more to it than that. But, but, but yeah, it seems like they perhaps just missed some stuff. Like they thought, yeah, we've done it. We'll just clean some stuff up. This is clearly tested. I don't know. It's just, it's just weird. Just weird. The expansion for Subnautica, speaking about things that were were free on Epic's store, I guess some of it was. The expansion still did come out on Steam after we were talking about okay. whether that was going to happen or not. And also, we were talking about whether I was going to play it. It turns out even though we thought it would be a quick early access, it's not gonna. Like, it's come out on early access on Steam, and it's not due to come out really for a whole other year. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, wow. <laughs> so super early access. Yeah. yeah. At least as early as the actual real game. Hmm. So yeah, I guess I won't be playing that for quite a while. No, probably, probably, it'd probably be nice to be able to come back to it with a year after having a year off. In fairness, or well, nearly two years, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. That's news. Indeed. It's time for what you've been playing. Should we start with Anthem then, Rob? If you've played a bit. Yeah, why not? I, I, I delved into the demo last weekend, which is a small three mission, I think, ish chunk. Uh, included and, and a chunk. Not really a chunk, I guess. The three missions. They may not be concurrent in the actual game. May or may not. They do, <laughs> they do follow a flow, but it's hard to it's like it's they they've sort of there's some vague language around it where they've described it might not the missions might not actually play out in the same way in the in the final product and that they may have crafted this a little bit for the demo yeah um but they are you know they flow in in the demo though it didn't feel like I was missing anything um particularly um yeah there's some definite good in this like there's something to it um i'd be i'd, I'd be lying if the, like if it just came away came away feeling like generic destiny with flying suits, <laughs> the generic Iron Man Destiny. It didn't. It, it wasn't quite that. I mean, it shares a lot with Destiny. Let's let's not mess around here. It's got you know numbers flying off heads, and loot that you pick up and upgrade, and guns and stats, and guns with r- rarer guns have weird extra perks that are somewhat randomized, and you have to manage all of that and things like that. But like. They, they, there's some smart stuff in there that I quite liked. Like I was a bit worried that you'd be dealing with like with all loot games that you're dealing with the loot the entire time, right? You see a gun on the floor, you pick it up, and it's like, okay, now I'm gonna have to do a stat comparison in what I'm doing. And it's like, no, actually, it's quite like the game sort of basically emphasizes you just pick everything up, and then at the end of the mission, deal with it. Which well, I, that's kind of what Destiny did, right? <laughs> yeah, I think I ended up moving in that direction, but it was just like I was a bit. I haven't really sunk much, more much time into Destiny, have I? So it's there is um uh. You know, I just remember that from Borderlands being the thing. It's like, oh, there's well, yes. a gun. I've got to look at this. Uh, except in Borderlands, you eventually learned that you didn't have to, except for in chests. Yeah. Any guns that drop off enemies just don't are going to be rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> just shove that in your inventory to sell later. Uh, yeah. So, uh, no, it's got really, it's got a fairly decent feel to it. Like, I was playing the PC version and um, uh, it, it's, it feels punchy and I like its style and the, um, that sort of, audio design that we sort of got a taste of at the Game Awards um, kind of pervades the whole thing and I, I really quite 
I kind of quite dig it actually. Like in the way the way it sounds specifically is is quite nice. Um, uh, I don't know. The the city perhaps wasn't quite as vibrant as it looked in that early in that first glimpse we saw. There's not like there were people coming up to me and like doing like patting me on the shoulder or whatever and being like talking in my face. These things. It wasn't quite like that. It was more like you know standard ass town. There's people standing around <laughs> and you walk through it and you can talk to people if you want. Um, but to its credit, those sort of conversations, not all of them were quests or anything. In fact, very few of them were quests or any kind of, uh, you know, benefit to you. They were just there for flavor more than anything. And you could, you could sort of progress through storylines with those characters, but they would just pop up through conversations you'd have every now and then. And it's like, oh, it's, I mean, that did, that was quite nice for world building. If they if you're going to try and make this believable town, you kind of, Need some of that Mass Effect DNA, I suppose, to be like this is just a con- this is just a nice conversation. Um, so there's some of that there, um, uh, and 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 I actually thought the kind of plotline was quite good as well. You know, the sort of no really. Well, you don't really get a, a huge amount of it, but there's like a, there's a, the, the the main plotline is about your sort of like tech guy misusing the manifold as he calls it, um, uh, and it turns out to be some kind of reality splitter which splits him into three versions of himself each with different personality traits of himself and so that hilarity ensues basically um, ripped off red dwarf a little bit yeah um someone then, likes red dwarf by the way <laughs> but then after a while like because he's not supposed to be in that state his reality starts breaking down and one of them starts getting a bit ill and you then discover that that what that looks like is a big pile of goop <laughs> um so you're trying to sort him out basically and that's that's the plot line of the demo <laughs> and it's uh um, and once you've done that, you actually get the mission that they showed at last year's E3 to do, which ended in, ended, ended in the bug fight they cut cut out from last time. And you walked in on me doing that, yeah. uh, doing the end of that. Um, and that was kind of okay. I mean, there is something to the, like, the ability, like you're walking around doing a third-person shooter, and then you can suddenly jump and fly away, fly away and get out of trouble. There mm. is something to that. It feels pretty nice. And it's quite, it's relatively seamless. Um uh, you know, my, my only real knock against the flying is that like your like overheat limit seems relatively low. So it's like there are some like parts of missions where like I need to fly from A to B, but I can't get there in one. But I can't get between these nav markers in one flight. So I've got to find somewhere to sit down and recharge and then go again. And then, um, but you're always like the the demo fought basically. I don't know if it forced you, but like by default, you're always match made into a party of four. So there's like a load of you flying to get somewhere and it's like, well, yeah, but we can't all fly together because unless we all planned to stop on the same giant mushroom to recharge and then fly, fly again. And it's, it feels, it feels a little weird like that. Um, it might be better when you're playing with people, you know, but, um, so they made that whole system where you're like, you're meant to fly through the waterfalls to cool down. Yeah, I mean, that, 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 it's that, just yeah, like, yeah. it's not, they didn't design the level conveniently to do that. No, like the, the waterfalls are in helpful places. And they usually have like a fucking rock wall directly yeah. behind the waterfall. Uh, yeah, you have to fly like sideways through them. There's some large, but there's there's some pretty big verticality in the in the in the world. Like you do have to fly vertically up a rock face and things to get to where you need to be. But you probably need to be relatively well charged before you attempt it. Um, <laughs> like if they wanted to make that cooling system functional, you know. Surely they should have designed the levels better. Not necessarily waterfalls, even just like cold updrafts or something. Yeah, I mean, there is. <laughs> I think there are some stuff like that. Like you can, 
if you fly low along a river, for instance, the spray that kicks up has a cooling effect. Mm. And you can fly in um, water, right? You can just yeah, yeah. Right when, you're, when you're underwater, you get infinite cooling, so you can just keep going. Um, and uh, like, like, and I think the cooling effect stays with you for a while. So if you've picked up cooling, for yeah. instance, it's a status effect that lasts for a little bit of time. And when you're not in a cooling zone, it will actually reduce the speed at which you heat. Yeah. So you can do things like that. Um, you would have thought that uh, would have been it, like the primary goal of that level design to yeah. make the paths that you're flying along like an actual track. And maybe it was. Maybe I didn't spend enough time to find those paths, but it wasn't super obvious. Yeah. Um, I'm also not 100 percent sure what you do in the world <laughs> path of like outside of missions because it has it, it calls it like freestyle mode or something like that, and you just go, you just drops you in the world and you can go around. And maybe this is a a downfall of the demo or something but there wasn't a whole lot to do I found like one squad of guys that were in trouble and it was just repeating mm. basically they'd be like a load of enemies would spawn and you help them out and then they'd go oh thanks that was close and then a whole load of enemies would spawn a few minutes later and be like oh we need some help oh thanks that was close <laughs> it just keeps going and I bet that's the same thing that happens in like Destiny and stuff like that and you know it's that MMOE type event thing Um, but I wasn't sure but, like what else do I do here what else is there? Um, and I, I thought the mission design was actually quite good as well. Like it, 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 it seemed varied enough. Like it wasn't just go here, kill thing all the time. There was like go here, solve a little puzzle. Then going on, it's like some of the the a very very light version of some of the ideas from raids. I suppose seem to be in their general mission design. Um, where things did fall apart for me a little bit is the fact that it's... Okay, so it's like the missions play out more like a radio play in most cases, right? So, you know, it's got that problem where because it's a multiplayer shooter, you're hearing most of the story happen over the radio um, between the things and the people involved. And I guess that's true of most games. But it's... There were times where if one of the players in the party got ahead of you and went into a cave or something... You, you don't. The world's not seamless, so you load into the cave. You have a little pause, and it loads into the cave. But if players get there before you and they load into the cave early, you might have. By the time you've loaded, you might have missed some of the radio play. Mm. So they they were pretty sure. Like I, I'd enter an area, and the conversation was mid flow, and it's like, hey, hang on a minute, did I miss something? And it's like that's kind of bad. It's like, like surely you should have catered for that. And like made sure all the players were in the zone before you carried on, uh, something like that. Like it's I don't know, it, some little rough around the edges things. And I always have to say, like on my PC, I did hit encounter technical issues. Um, it's quite it's a fairly decent looking game. I have to have to be said, but like, and in, in the actual world and flying around, I didn't have any visual performance problems. Um, what I did encounter is significant sound problems. It's like, I think that I love the sound design. And like when it works, it sounds great. Like all the explosions and the guns that are all punchy and, but kind of sci-fi and a bit more, you know, and things like that. They're not just like, like battlefield, like real life, cool sounding explosions. They've got that little sci-fi edge to them and it sounds really, really neat. Um, But it's like it, it would glitch out in a way like old games used to, when you didn't have enough sound channels. Like it's just like certain sounds would just stop playing, or like I'd be firing my gun in silence, and then but the odd bullet would make a noise, you know, like as a sound channel freed up or something. It'd be like bang, <laughs> which is so that that was a bit of a bummer. 
Um, the load times are pretty long as well. Um, as you're going between areas, they seem pretty extensive. Um, and then there was some major stream loading issues when walking around town. I could walk into the main market instance for, and it just be a, like a an empty floor with a few NPCs awkwardly hovering, and then all of the stores would load in um, with some time later. And it's uh, uh, and it seemed really inconsistent because obviously the moment I tried to show someone that it was doing that, I think it might have been you. <laughs> and it's like it was, it worked just fine. Oh yeah, typical. Yeah, curse of the demo. So I don't know. I don't. I, I'm not. I don't. I'm not down on it. I'm just not. It, it's. It just doesn't strike me as like being amazing. Yeah, you're just. It, it, seem, it, you know, it seems whelmed. very well made, and the te- the te- yeah. I'm. I'm whelmed. Yeah, it seems well made, and I don't think there's anything particularly wrong with it. It seems competently done, but the stream loading issues were a little bit of a problem. Like menus wouldn't load fast, for instance, and things like that, um, which is kind of unforgivable. You've got, <laughs> you're going to be in a menu a lot in some of those games. Um, you know, loop-driven games, you need to be getting there mucking around fairly frequently. Mm. Um, uh, you know, that didn't work. The technical issue with the sound is a bit of a... That's a bit of a red flag for me, because it's like, I don't know, I need... You, I kind of need that to be working all the time. I don't want to turn... Like, have to quit out of the game and reload it to get it working again with load times that long. It's like, so maybe the console version is the way to go or maybe my PC is not right in some way. I don't know. I don't understand. But anyway, that's yeah, it was generally all right. Okay. No ill will, no Ill will towards it. No <laughs> ill will felt perspective from, uh, from you there. But this comes back to what I was saying earlier. It's like the hype around Anthem is so weird to me. It's like, I'm just like, yeah, it's all right. I can see why people would be excited for it. I'm not 100% sure I get why people wouldn't be excited for it, like those that are like really down on it. But Well, they must be people who got overexcited for it. Maybe, like, and then played it and were just like, uh, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, it's good to have more good games, diversity. Yeah. Uh, if you like a Destiny style, then uh, it's good to have more options. Yeah, it's, you know, at least it's not just on for shooting. You know, they have tried something different. So, fair play to them. Cool. Uh, yeah, so Anthem. What else have you been playing, Rob? I've been mainly playing... Well, I think, let's, you know, before we get to that, I finished Red Dead. Yay! I finished the epilogue. And I've run out of side quests on my map. Uh, there's a couple of bounties I haven't done, but... Um, Yep, but you're basically there. Yeah. Although I'm pretty sure some of the side quests I didn't see to their completion. Hmm. I think there are some that you can't get to. Yeah, I think after uh, you finish the main the end story. Game. Yeah. yeah, which is a bit of a shame because one of them I was kind of into. You know, it's just like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> because I got like just swept up in how the, the end, as, as the I mentioned last time, going, yeah. in, in, in how, the, how the Arthur storyline plays out. And it's uh yeah, I don't know. Like this, I think some of my favorite stuff is in the epilogue. Really. I know. Like, <laughs> but it's just maybe, is that because of the tone though, and that it's yeah. a bit of a relief? <laughs> it's it's a, it's, a, it's like half most of it is feel good, right? Yeah, it's, but it's or really at least... well made feel good stuff. Like, yeah, if it almost feels like there's more like in some spots, like this was like, oh, your quality seems to be right here. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, Although okay. I, w- I, w- I will contra- I will contradict myself by saying that I think those missions you get, the actual shooty shoot missions, are probably some of the worst in the game. Yeah, yeah, there's some bad ones. Like I when really you get, you enjoy get ambushed a couple finale. of times, right? There's the one. Oh, really? The, like climbing up the mountain or whatever. Yeah, I really didn't get on with that because it's like, oh, let's have a cover based shooter in a land with no cover. Right. It's, it's just okay. oh, it didn't sit well with me at all. Oh, I didn't have trouble because I just dead eyed my way through that, like pretty much. Right. Yeah, I did. I did end up sort of going that way towards the end. It's like that. Yeah. Like, okay. Make sure I have the tobacco. Let's do that again. There's one specific section with a ca- where you're coming over a crest of a hill and there's a cabin, and as you get close, people come out of basically all of the cabins. Right. And it's like the auto aim was like so intent on making me shoot this explosive thing. Right. Even when, like, the guys had clearly, I'd run a, by the time they, you know, and, like, I'd moved away from it. The guys had moved away from it. And it's like, no, I'm trying to shoot this guy, and it would just snap to the bloody explosive. Yeah, that's annoying. It's just really frustrating. And, like, to the point, so I'd just get gunned down there. That was the bit that, like, I had to repeat multiple times because I just get up there and I couldn't shoot who I wanted to shoot. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, it's just, it made the. I don't even sure it makes. I'm not even sure it was a really very weighty scene either. Like it's, and I, I'm I'm conflicted about how it actually ends. Ends. Like it's not. It's definitely not Red Dead One in terms of cool factor. No. And it's and it's. Uh, I don't know. It's it's just a bit odd. Like there's a certain. Well, it's got prequelitis because you know Dutch has got to be in the next game. Which yeah, is you know the he's got game. to be alive, but like, yeah. he almost didn't. Spoiler alert a little bit, I guess. It's like he didn't have to be in that sequence to some degree. It just makes you question where he's at more. Yeah. And his interaction with John is interesting, but just... something's. I feel like something's missing. I feel like there's some closure that's never addressed. There's there's things about it that just, just don't feel very final. And it's like, yeah, that's somewhat intentional because you're prequelitis, but also the like these these guys have been through the ringer. It's like, like wouldn't yeah. you ask more questions and then wouldn't you answer more questions? And I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah, I didn't have trouble with that final sequence. I think with the music and everything, it was getting that was pretty oh, epic yeah. climbing up the that snowy mountain awesome. and stuff. Yeah. I thought this is really cool. But I agree about the final final thing. But at least there's a bit of good sort of there's a slight twisty type thing there or something that you didn't you wouldn't have quite expected happens which is better than nothing right which yeah, we won't, bit, we won't bit, say but, but no, you know no. uh and yeah i don't know it, it, was, it, was, it was like oh i expect i expected something grander in some way like and I right just, yeah it, it didn't it didn't it didn't land for me no um, i mean the grand ending is the end of red dead right <laughs> the, yeah. the original game so it's kind of has to lead up to that so it's like yeah so did you enjoy... That's kind of how I felt, like, felt about the, you know, the ending of the main story before the epilogue as well. It didn't didn't totally land. It's like it's it's like the concepts are there and the themes are there for sure. Mm. It's just there's something about that execution just doesn't make it hit home. I think as hard as intended. Mm. Um, which is a shame for a game that's kind of hangs its drive almost entirely on its story and its narrative and the. Yeah, and really how does. it's all built up and structs, and it's like, yeah, when the when the key moment comes, it doesn't quite work for me. Doesn't quite stick a, it. Yeah, I think it's a bit it's, of a shame. Yeah. It's true. It's true. I agree for sure. Um, I mean, but it does raise some serious, like, 
uh, I'm pretty sure. Okay, so first Red Dead, when you when you're playing as Jack at the end of the game, yeah, or post game, whatever you want to call it, um, all the side missions are available for Jack, aren't they? I don't or, or is it a weird I don't subset? Think so. I can't remember if you even got side missions after that point, or if you the only missions with Jack were the. I mean, surely you had to mop up, missions. right? Because it let you carry on playing. Oh, it let you carry on playing, but I don't. Th- I don't know if it had side missions or whether okay, you just right. had the random events and the missions that Jack has. I don't. I don't know if like anything you know carried over, and you could go. I'm mm. pretty. I think it's quite unlikely that they would have let Jack do John missions. Uh, right. In, yeah. In that game, now of course you know they can handle that kind of workload, but yeah, I don't think so. I think it was quite short anyway. It was just a few missions where you're just tracking down the the guy, right, Edgar Ross, the Pinkerton. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So I don't know, but like, boy, boy, they put the work in this time. <laughs> That's what... this time they really did. Yeah. Oh, holy cow! Some of the interactions and what they all have had to have dealt with, and it's like just how much have they rewrote? I don't know how they did that. It's ridiculous. Um, and. uh I did. I did hit a, what I think is a glitch, though, where one of the side missions started to repeat from the beginning. One right. of the side mission chains, um, right. specifically the two guys on the run that you meet outside roads. Oh yeah, that I remember that. Yeah, that whole thing started from the beginning again uh, with like, John. Okay, okay. Wait, yeah. yeah, you know, it's just like, wait, what? Yeah, what's going on? I mean. I can see there's scope for that to go horribly wrong. <laughs> it's mm. impressive that they managed to do it at all. Sorry, I, I did end up also as there's a big there's a big bit of map in the um, southwest, shall we say? Well, it's the original Red Dead map minus Mexico, yeah. right? Yeah, of course, because you know where Blackwater is, and you know, the, well, yeah, yeah and, it's, and it's like so you can you can go, you can go there. There's yeah. nothing to do. There's nothing there. there. It's kind absolutely of absolutely inter- nothing. I'm so no. disappointed. Wow. Well, because like, I kind of always knew that area was going to be there, and I thought it was going mm, to come up in the story. No, no, you know why it's there? It's there for Red Dead Online. Oh, of course it is. Yeah, uh, and and um, nostalgia. But there's nothing there. But it, it, I thought it was kind of clever how they made it like, uh, uh well, number one, completely undeveloped, right? So, so because it's earlier in history. But number two, like there's just a massive cholera outbreak, so everyone's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, piled up in the street. Yeah, that's kind of cool. There is a, that, that was at least the one. Uh, there was a decent sort of conver- you know mini conversation you could have with a guy who's just just burying cholera bodies. Yeah, there's a guy like, outside you, you, the McFarlane Ranch explaining like where where. Bonnie McFarlane has gone and what's oh, going really? on. Oh, yeah. really? I didn't find anyone at the ranch. <laughs> it's just it desolate when I went there. Yeah, there's a reason for the, the that's the reason they give is the cholera outbreak. Like she's gone traveling and, and like her okay. parents have been killed by it or whatever. Huh. Anyway, yeah, I think it's cool that it's there. I did, of course, go galloping around. Yeah, there I, for I, I spent purposes. far too much. I spent yeah. far too much time just looking for things and then being like really disappointed when there was nothing to do. And then I don't think I stumbled upon like it popped up with the legendary animal like indicator on. Oh, there are the some. Top. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, and it was like, oh, you've entered legendary animal territory, and I'm like, have I? Oh, and then it immediately said, you've entered legendary animal, but there's too much activity in the area, and I'm like, it's the middle of the night, and there's nothing here. Yeah. What activity could you be talking about? So I hope that they set some stories in that area because i like we've been saying all along i wanted that like you know desert spaghetti western thing to come back in this game with with all, with all the awesome improvements and graphics and stuff and it just didn't at all 
um, which is fine because that what they their 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 whole concept for this game was clearly what if we did a western but we go east, <laughs> mm. um, yeah. But so at least that area of map is is there for future exploitation. But it's clearly just there for nostalgia right now. I guess one of those it's one of those games or one of those stories that I think I find conceptually and more interesting and better in retrospect than I kind of did while I was playing it. Yeah. If you know, I mean, if I look back at some of the moments of the game, or if I read things that are discussing moments of the game that have happened, and you, you sort of look at them and you go, "Yeah, that was really cool, actually," but then I don't remember at feeling that necessarily all the time whilst playing those sections. <laughs> right. It's it's weird. Like the, I... the the themes are there, the cleverness is there, the style is definitely there. Um. Yeah, but it didn't. It like the ending point like it didn't always come across for me and I, I i'm not really sure why at times i do know exactly what you mean it's that that point between the story and the open world gameplay it doesn't quite come together and it kind mm. of ne- never fully i think it worked better in the original red dead when the scope was a bit smaller even though that mm. was a big scope game for the time which isn't that long ago is not like <laughs> 9 years ago anyway um but yeah, I feel like that golf is kind of is kind of widening a little bit. Um, mm. uh, but you get that same effect in like playing Metal Gear or something, right? <laughs> Where it's like yeah, the moment-to-moment sure. moment stealth stuff is kind of cool, uh, and then the story is ridiculous and insane. But they don't quite marry up. Like when you're doing the story stuff uh, in the gameplay, it kind of that's where it kind of falls down when you have to fight like crazy, um, you know, super soldiers with bees flying around them or whatever they were <laughs> yeah. do you remember that at the airport it's like yeah, yeah. this isn't the game and yeah that's where it all falls forced, down <laughs> the, forced, the forced direct combat stuff yeah didn't really didn't really work yeah but that's kind of it where that's that's a moment where they're trying to marry the gameplay which is like you on your own in afghanistan basically with some dudes in a base up with the insane story and it's like, oh, the, there's been something's happened and your plane's crashed and now you have to deal with this situation. It's like, this isn't the game, <laughs> you know, yeah. at least in Red Dead, it's a little closer. <laughs> but I feel like that effect still happens in Red. Do you, do you, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do get it. A, um, what was that old a, a dissonance of some kind? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Was it was it narrative dissonance? dissonance? Was that the phrase that was like? Well, the the, po- the Ponzi phrase, the, the Ponzi phrase is Ludo narrative dissonance, right? That's it. Where, That's because it. Yeah. Ludo means game in Latin, right? Yes. <laughs> That's what I was. That's what I was reaching for. Yeah, nailed it. I mean, yeah, uh, and, that, and that is something you don't get in in like Zelda, right? So everything is mm. coming together perfectly, but the story is so much more simple, right? Um, but you feel those moments and you remember those moments because the gameplay worked perfectly in those moments that, you know, combined really well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the interesting thing about, uh, I mean, this, this does speak to the strength of those, you know, those narrative elements is that the moment I, that all that stuff kind of was stripped away and I've done, I'm done. Yeah. Effectively. It's like, Oh, I've got no drive to play this. To anymore. keep playing. Yeah. I don't want I don't want to go and do the hunts. I don't want to go do the legendary missions no. and things like that. Whilst the story was going and whilst I was living in that world with the story and 
like there, there, there was something sort of compelling about like taking time out to go try and do a hunt or yeah exactly. like i didn't really engage with the fishing all that much and now i'm feeling like oh i really probably should have engaged with the fishing more um, well, this is something I've always really liked about open world games, and um, and one of the reasons it's my one of my favorite genres because you can you can stop playing the game without stopping playing the game. You can take a yeah. break without putting the controller down. But, um, the, but the moment the story finishes, the moment I hit that credits, like yeah. it, uh, like for some reason the world stops for yeah. me. Yeah, it's 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 slightly strange because you like, are so a character. You're not just yeah. a faceless avatar. You are. Arthur Morgan or whatever, and you have a story, and without that, there's no real reason to be in the world anymore. Yeah, so I don't feel like I'm going to return to it for a while now. That I've, I've... no, so my feeling is I'm going to a lot of these good games that I've played over the past couple of years. I kind of want to play again, <laughs> um, right? Uh, yeah. But with Red Dead, my plan is when it comes time, I will play up to the halfway point or something, or I'll play up to the point where you up know, to Guama. Yeah, just before that, just before I play up to just before that, and then I'll have, you know, things in a decent state where I can go off and do hunting and. Everything. Oh right, I see what you mean. Yeah, because I, I have been save like I could probably I've been using quite a lot of save slots. Right, because oh, I didn't so I do probably, that. I probably do have a save around the sweet spot. <laughs> um, so if I did return to it, for instance, I could go back and be at like the second camp and be right. Yeah, uh, and and have the side missions ahead of me, and just just dick around in the world from there. Yeah, yeah. It was always my problem that I had with like playing Fallout Four or whatever, where I got to that state where I was like, my base is nice, and I haven't yeah. progressed the story too far, so I can just go out and explore the world. But then I never finished the story because I just right. never yeah. got round to it because I was yeah. like, there's so much goddamn shit to explore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that game is more that way. Like that's actually yeah. probably the best way to play that game. It's probably better than actually trying to finish that story. But I mean, I don't actually re- remember, but I assume in Fallout 4 they at least didn't do what Fallout 3 did originally, where you just die at the end, <laughs> so you can't even continue. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but they fixed that in Fallout 3 with that patch. That was hilarious. Wait, they unpatched the ending? Well, in Fallout 3 originally, when you go into the last thing where there's a bunch of radiation and you die, heroic sacrifice or whatever. Okay. That was just the end. Like you had to, you had to have a save file before that point, specifically for the purpose of reloading and going back into the world if you wanted to do that. But then in the patch with one of the DLCs, they fixed that so that you just there's a you can do the ending and it counts as you doing it for like achievements or whatever. But then it just carries on, <laughs> even though technically you still die. <laughs> right? They're just like, hey, by the way, put you back. No, I think I think quite a few games have done that where it's just like. You shouldn't be here, but it's a game. Yeah. So there you go. Although for that, for you know, it had the whole thing where you like, there was a really easy solution to this problem. The guy who's completely immune to radiation and could totally walk in there and just do the thing that you would do, but not die. <laughs> but the mm-hmm. game doesn't let you do that. Right. That wasn't a, <laughs> that wasn't a choice. <laughs> God, that was terrible. <laughs> it's because it's it was because. That specific guy who could do who's immune to radiation is the last follower that you get. So you will have got him just before you've gone into the whole end sequence of the game. Right. So he'll very likely be the person following you at that point. You walk up to this thing and it's like, oh, don't go in there. There's all this radiation, but you're going to have to because you're going to have to sacrifice yourself. And you just turn around and talk to the guy who's completely immune to radiation and be like, what are you doing? And he's like, no, I don't want to rob you of your glory. <laughs> and it's like, that's just the worst, shittiest excuse ever. Wow. <laughs> 
So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. They really... It's like they thought about it, but they didn't think about it. <laughs> they thought about it enough to write a terrible line, but they didn't think about how completely terrible that was. <laughs> I bet they did. They were just like, ah, whatever. <laughs> how many people are going to play this for? Our stats say not many. Yeah, I guess. In Fallout 3, it was slightly easier to just get... Well, in Fallout 3, it definitely had a more sort of lock-you-in kind of end area. Right. Once you started that chain of missions, it was kind of like you kind of didn't want to go off and break out. Was, I, I guess that's the same thing we're talking about in Red Dead, kind of. Yeah, there comes a point where you can't. Really. You just kind of... Or you can, but you don't feel like you want to. You're just like, I want to see this to the end now that I've started this chain of events. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I wonder if during... Uh, segments like Arthur's Last Ride, for instance, like whether you could peel off and do weird things. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't even know what happens at the end of Fallout 4. <laughs> well, I kind of do because I've read quite a lot. I've read quite a lot of what happens at the end of Fallout 4 due to looking up places not to go when I'm exploring in Fallout 4. <laughs> It's like, I don't know if this is a mission location. Oh, wait, it is. And now I've read some of the story. Oh, I did hear a story. Um, <laughs> sorry, just, just to... Just to... Get away from Fallout 4, yes. Good uh, idea. Go, like, one, <laughs> the final thing I want to say about Red Dead. Last comedy thing. You know that thing I always said about the first Red Dead, where I would ruin emo- that emotional moment yeah. as in the song by stopping to pick up a flower? Yep. That totally happened to, to, I've, to I've, someone. I'm, yeah, I'm hearing reports of that happening. Like... You could, if you stop and go pick up a flower, some of the segments will just stop. <laughs> and it's like, hooray! Classic. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It, it's, um, it makes me happy anyway. So then, um, Red, Red Dead Redemption 2 recommended? <laughs> I mean, I, I really struggle with that question. It's like people have, have asked me about it. Um, when I've said I've finished it, and it's like, oh, do you think it's worth it then? And I'm like, I, I don't know if I can answer that. It's like, you have to, it's either going to connect with, the story's either going to connect with you, you and it not, doesn't. Right, yeah. And it's like, I'm, and I think I'm, well, we might be more critical of how that gunplay works than most people, arguably. But then I also have to follow that up with, it's like, okay, how much time are you legitimately going to be able to sink into this thing? I think one I know, one thing I, I heard just fallen with, off of it because it's just yeah. so long. If you fall off, you know, just before the end of the main story or close towards the end of the main story, then you miss out on the epilogue. Like that's a bit of a shame because it, mm. you've 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 got all of the misery and you haven't got any of the <laughs> the sunny bit. So yeah, I, feel I, good. It, I would definitely push through if you're actually towards the end of the uh, the Arthur story. But if I you mean, can't what, be, what are we talking like from chapter chapter five onwards? Yeah, sure. Just say keep going. But if you've um, only got to like chapter three and you're like, oh, I can't be bothered to go any further, then fine. What's well, so, I mean, I don't know how many people actually. Uh, it'd be a weird, an interesting stat actually. How many people have actually got as far as that? Like, so whether there are, are there achievements for the chapters? Because then you can yeah, look it up. Have, <laughs> there, there are actually. You could probably have a look. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people have not got very far at all. But, yeah, you know, I mean that. That's, that's what usually happens. Actually, just yeah. in games in general, it's it's one of those things. Like the the drop off rate for most games is pretty high, but well, because yeah, people just log in and go, oh, "I'll have a quick go," and yeah. it counts as you haven't played it. And it's fairly ridiculous every time you look at those stats. 
when you look at achievement stats like that, and it's like twenty percent of the people got like one achievement. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, wow. and it's usually like the one you get in the first five minutes yeah. or something. They'd be like, "Welcome to the game." And then the achievement for completing the story on normal mode is like marked rare or like ultra rare. Well, in fairness, I don't like. I think the way the PlayStation, especially like marks yeah. those, is like things become rare pretty easily. Easily, yeah. Like the percentage doesn't have to be that low for it to be. I think it's like less than half, and it treats it as rare. Mm, and it's like that's not rare. That's not rare. <laughs> How rare? How rare? Yeah. Uh, the only advantage of that is when you can look at the list and see achievements that are super low percentage that you got, where you've got yes. like a point naught one percent achievement yeah, because yeah, most people do, don't yeah. even bother. Those are pretty few. <laughs> I mean, I've got I've got a tiny portion of the achievements in Red Dead. I know like a oh, large yeah. chunk of them have, have been set aside for Red Dead Online, which is annoying. annoying. <laughs> yeah, because well, PlayStation has a system where like the, the achievements or the trophies can be segregated by updates. Mm. And they didn't do that with this. They put all the Red Dead Online ones just in the base Red Dead pile. And it's like they could have, like, when Red Dead Online launched, they could have just split it out into into its own little segment. Yeah. That would have made me happier. Because <laughs> um, they, they do a good job with that. Like, most DLC packs, they will separate it out and be like, oh, you got 100% in the main game, but you got zero in the DLC. And it's like, well, that makes sense. <laughs> like, that, 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 that feels fine. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go have a look at that. I did take one nice screenshot, especially at, at the end, because it's just there's just a bit. It sets you up for it. Actually, the game just sort of like leaves you in a nice pose, and it's like, well, this is very pretty screenshot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I've moved on to God of War. Oh, how's God yeah, of War I mean, going? I mean, I'm, I'm, I, you know, quite rightfully so. I do still, I'm still loving it right now. It's uh, like pretty much every interaction between Atreus and man. They, ne- they never say his name, do they? Kratos. Kratos. Yeah. They don't. Say his name, I don't think they've ever said his name so far in this. Um, uh, yeah, every, every single one of those has, has 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 always been interesting. It's like I'm looking forward to the next one. It's like even <laughs> I thought it's like it's it's there's more comedy there than I sometimes than I wonder if they intend because sometimes it's really it's just it's just funny. The interactions are like, boy, always ends in boy, and it's like, boy. Um, or, or Kratos will say something and be like, <laughs> and be like, that's funny. It's like, well, why is that funny? It's like, oh, you were being serious. I am always serious. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And Kratos's voice never gets old. Um, no, I know it's, really it's, it's I, I, I think I'm still having the, the, what is it, the, the minor gripes you described earlier well not really a gripe but in that i still don't feel very proficient at the combat yeah i feel like it's, it's... tutorializing isn't quite the uh, quite may i i usually you know it's delicate balance between de- being handholdy and being like and not giving you enough time to get used to things mm. so, and i i felt like this one was a little bit you know light on the it would tell you things once and then i i yeah. I, I think actually the um I found the move list reference in Spider-Man easier and to use than the God of War. Um, yeah, because in God of War you have to go to the skills tree and be yeah. like, okay, which is the one, which one of these icons was the thing that did the thing? Yeah, and and then you've got all the upgrades and runics and something that that change it all out and 
uh, and they're pickups, aren't they? So you've got to go through your inventory to look at the little, okay, which of these little videos is the one I'm interested in? Yeah. Um, and I mean, then the you've got skill, skills on top of the skills sometimes that are, or talismans that react to certain skills. And it's like, okay, and it, but it describes them with like the move name, like execution is cleave. And you're like, okay, which one of the moves was that? <laughs> yeah. It's really quite deep and complicated considering. Mm. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm getting to the point now where you're doing some of the Atreus combos. Like, oh, yeah. He's, he's helping out a lot more than he was at the start of the game. And it's like, oh, okay, right. And so if I try, if I skill up in this particular way, he's going to get more involved with that. And it might put them in a decent state to, to combo some, some hits and some hovers on them. And it's like, oh, okay, got you. This is, this is, this is kind of neat. But when it, it's, I find like most fights are either like I'm getting completely owned and yeah. just getting absolutely stomped. Or I'm doing it without taking a hit. There's yeah. no middle ground. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, do, you ever, I, do you ever get to the state where you're like, because I always forget that um, going to the, you know, the Spartan Rage mode actually gives you health when you fight. Oh yeah, no, I'm using yeah, it as like a last resort. That's like all the, like if I'm about to die, it's just like oh, I'll just pop it. And then. So for me, there was a specific fight that that really uh, where for me it was a big spike, and I don't. I was wondering if it happened to you. It's quite it's relatively early so i'm sure it, it's like you go you go to the other realm the the, the one with the dark elves yeah alfheim and you go down a lift and at the bottom of that lift you fight a whole bunch of dark elves uh i think for the first time and that would that that one it was just a lot of them and i yeah i really struggled oh, okay. with that one do you no, know that what one, i mean uh, yeah i think i do but yeah like when a you're horseshoe sort of area kind yeah. Of, yeah 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 but that, that wasn't such a big deal for me actually that one that one was okay um i struggled with the stone ancient for a while who's not, oh, yeah. not, not that much further i uh yeah i found some of his attacks a little bit tricky and it's like oh right then then the game eventually tells you and it's like yeah don't attack him directly <laughs> like yeah. use, use the things that i didn't didn't see Right, because they were tiny. The things <laughs> and that it's fall like, off oh, him, right? there's, there's, yeah. yeah, there's things to throw back at him, and it's like, oh, right, I didn't even see those before. Um, uh, you know, little, I struggled with that one for a while, and uh, there was uh, some of the the bigger. Oh no, the revenants, I have a hard time fighting. Yeah, I, 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 I just haven't got the tactic. I'm sure there must be one, and it must be stun focused. Yeah, um, I always at the, at the spam, moment I just spam, arrow them. Yeah. Spam Atreus, yeah. Spam yeah. arrows and, and run run up to them. That's my tactic. And um, I up, I upgraded the kind of run and attack uh okay, thing. Yeah. So that that works quite well. Uh, I mean I'm, I, I, and, and it is super frustrating when you come across there's, there's, it doesn't seem to be much of a, mid, a middle ground in terms of enemy strength either. Like you'll just like half the time be like, yeah, I'm doing fine. I can deal with these yellow guys. Oh, there's a purple, and I'm yeah. boned. Purples just screw you. Yeah, yeah. But purple is meant to be an indicator that you shouldn't be fighting that. Yeah, that, come that back enemy. later. Yeah. But it's like I went, I went all the way to. I thought it like I got the the dwarf, some of the the, the dwarven side quests. The the, yep, the favors. Popped up and it's like, well, let's go deal with these. Let's go, let's go have a look at one of these. So I started going down the route of Fafnir's storeroom. Sure, yeah, and found the first fight pretty tricky. Like they were quite, they were higher level than me, but they were not impossible. 
Sure. Um, but then had that thing where I was just getting either owned immediately or, and then the, the, the time I actually did it, I didn't take a single hit and it was just like, Oh, okay. <laughs> There's clearly no, well, that just well, shows it's definitely a skill thing, isn't it? Or yeah, absolutely. You just need enough um, practice. That's why I was hoping like when I was playing it, like I was saying, I just need a practice room <laughs> of some kind. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I would love yeah. that. And then the very next room just had a purple, guy in it and it's like okay great after a few attempts i did manage to whittle him down to half health and then he just health restored his entire bar and it's like well clearly i can't kill him fast enough to actually do this segment yet so i'm gonna have to abandon that whole thing and come back to it later and it's like it's a bit frustrating because it takes a while to get places yeah it well it does at first i mean i think there might i think there is a there's there's some fast travel doors about yeah like I i don't know if i've unlock the ability to go two doors from the door like i get back to the center easily enough right but, i think that is unlocked at some point you the way you can go from door to door or whatever yeah because yeah. it's, it's gonna be gonna be needed because at the moment i'm just any side quest i do is just over overpowered at the moment and it's like i can't do that and it's, uh, i think you described the same thing when you were going through it and it's like all oh, right no i can't do this side thing yet because it's just yeah too it's like, no, yeah, fine, but you've, you've made this intricate world that I kind of want to explore every nook yeah. and cranny of because the puzzly elements are pretty satisfying. Like, that, I noticed it when I was watching you play at first at Christmas, where it was like the amount of things that you walked past where I had to say, you know, I mean, you have to just infer it, but it's like, no, you can't do that yet. No, you can't do that. It's Metroid, but yeah. it's like... Uh, which but none kind of, of it's standard. ever explained it's like there are certain no. things you go that looks interactable and you're like yeah no i can't do that yet and it's like no i've just just stumbled i'm in the middle of the mountain so i've done the cool black breath or whatever like i've walked through yeah. the black breath and got and i'm going up there i'm in the mine at the moment but there's a uh, there's clearly a route i've missed because i'm a bit i've gone round the long way round and i've like freed the cart or whatever that you're supposed oh yeah to i remember that bit yeah and it's like but i haven't actually figured out how to free the rope that atreus messes up um so it's like uh, where do i go it's like i can't find it it's like there's clearly right. another route here somewhere but I'd like yeah well, i'm a bit a bit stuck there but then, then, then i've discovered that like yeah something else that i definitely can't interact with yet like there's the red sap stuff Yep, and it's just like oh, I can't I'm, do I, that. that's that's clearly a that's clearly a thing, but I'm gonna have to come back and do all that. Yeah, I imagine you get something unlocked when you get to the top of the mountain. I can't remember. I mean, you definitely meet some cool a cool character and stuff. <coughs> um, but probably one of those things gets unlocked at some point soon. Mm. But yeah, I'm I'm I'm, de- I'm definitely enjoying it. There's like it's a there's a weird thing i keep coming off the back of playing red dead and then having some of the scenes play out a little bit stiffly like when when the witch is taking you to to alfheim for the first time and you're like just walking around and riding down that lift for instance everyone's just sort of standing there yeah like back to Uh, video games yeah like a little bit this weird world of red dead where everything has had too much money and yeah it's hyper animated in every possible way actually going back to like a a very good but like regular budget video game i suppose is weirdly jarring yeah but yeah i'm having a great time i think it's excellent i'm still uh i'm still big on it and uh, and i think it's like it's it's weird it was weird coming back to after taking quite a lot of time off to from it to finish red dead of course, yeah. Um, so that you know, that, I think that was that was a bit of hard work as well, getting back into the flow. But 
I think I'm getting to the point where now I'm now unlocking enough stuff that there's the yeah that like you said earlier the depth of the combat is starting to play its hand. It's starting, starting to, to come in. I mean, if yeah. you're going, out I, I just need to now, get good. You're yeah, you're still really early on, so it's time to get good. Yeah, exactly. I'm still a well, that's the other. That's why I'm interested. In, like it, it feels like I'm early on, but then I realize I'm like eight to ten hours into this thing. It's not sure. It's not Red Dead. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's no, no, when no. It but came it's... out. People were like, "Wow, this is like a chunky game." Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm finding really interesting. And like, I didn't. I just didn't expect there to be this much to it, and that the pace is a lot slower than I was expecting. And it's, hmm. but it's, it's it's in a good way. Like it's 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 no, it's. I don't think it's playing it too slow. Hmm. Done to me, really. That's that's my uh, that's my couple weeks. Cool. Uh, so Zeg, what have you been playing? Have you been playing our joint game of the year <laughs> <laughs> last year? Naturally, yes. I did well, not as much, but I did continue to play Smash Bros. <laughs> Piranha Plant came out. Yeah, we didn't talk about that yet. Piranha Plant seems cool. Weird, but cool. Yeah. I mean, it was bound to be weird, but even for even for it being weird, it's kind of weird. Yeah, like it's one of those characters that has like controls that are just slightly unusual. Yeah, it feels <laughs> feels very because you have to do slightly different things than you normally would expect. Some, so yeah, some of the moves require an extra input, which is unusual. Um, yeah, and like it has a charge move on its side B instead of its neutral B, which is where yeah. charge moves usually go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he, he's. he's remixed from the norm for sure but that's great like yeah. it's uh, like adding more of these i suppose in some respects it's like it's like yeah okay he's not quite so pick up and play as the other characters no and they are leaning more some of the newer characters they've introduced have definitely been leaning more that way yeah. like you know you could argue Incineroar is a bit more involved but he has some of his moves are weirder right yeah like, some yeah. but not like too many but not too many and it's like in, in and Ryu is clearly odd. Well, yeah, well, that's just a Street Fighter references. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's like Bayonetta is also has some tricks, has yeah. her tricks, but that's because of it being Bayonetta. And even you know, even Inklings that little bit tricky. Yeah, um, just a little bit. Um, but yeah, in this case, they've gone a little bit further with it, and it's it's good to see. Like it, it adds some. Does add some much needed variety. Like well, for it, a game with that many it characters, basically, like if it feels feels like so it feels like, like a regular out. character and not like just a shitty character they shit it out. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. what everyone thought it would be at the start. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. It's not just another fire emblem coffee. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see about that. We've still got four more characters we don't know. <laughs> yeah, four more unannounced characters. But I, like, I hope Joker isn't. Yeah, that's, I, you hope that they're going to do something pretty interesting with him. Because I've got to be honest, like, like I hadn't played Cloud up until this one, mm. and it's like playing. A, I've tried to put some time in with Cloud, and it's because um, I was using it for World of Light for a bit. Sure, and it's like I'm kind of disappointingly bland character. Yeah, he's like not out. unusual. Yeah, the only thing is the limit system, and that's not actually that's not that, really that interesting. Yeah. So yeah, it's nice that nice that piranha plant is is very different. Yes, and I finished all the challenges, so there's that. Got that out of the way. Yeah, which is amazing. <laughs> well, you know, I say finished, but I still use the hammers to break all the online stuff because I was just like, I'm never going to grind this fucking online thing. <laughs> it's just too much. But luckily, you, I got sufficient hammers to do that for the ones I hadn't already got in online anyway. Hmm. 
but yeah, I went through all the rest of them. And I thought, you know, the ones I was worried about were those level nine CPU things. But it wasn't as difficult as I thought it was. And a couple of them were like I'd kind of misread or well, not really misread, but sort of misunderstood or not realized what it Because like the one where it's like beat a level nine CPU by three points. I forgot that because you get negative points when you die, you only really have to kill them twice to beat them by three. Because you get plus two and they get minus two. Negative. Oh, of course. Right, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's not actually... I mean, it's still from two out of three, but it's right, not as yeah. difficult. I, I thought that would talk about stock points. No, not... that one specifically is point points, not right. stocks. Right, yeah. But yeah, it wasn't that bad. I used Lucas to do most of those level 9 CPU fights because really? it turns out CPUs are not good at avoiding PK freeze. Ah. And it just chucks them sideways so far that it, you can just gank people's recovery really easily by just timing the freeze on while they're recovering back to the stage. Interesting. I don't know why that's such a good tactic. So yeah, uh, use Lucas, I guess. <laughs> okay, I might give that a go. A... So there's that. I got through that. I haven't got all the spirits yet because I'm still going through classics mode. I'm still like, I think I'm like two thirds of the way through the character list now. <laughs> so I'm getting there out of the ridiculous number of characters to get all the fighter spirits. Although, disappointingly, like, it doesn't seem to care about completing anything. Like, I was expecting there to be a pop-up for, like... Right, yeah. Because well, it tracks... You've got all the challenges. Yeah, yeah you've got all the... It doesn't, doesn't have one for you. You've got all the challenges or all the music. I feel like they dropped that ball in Wii U as well. Like, there, yeah. was, there were certain, like, you, you did all the things messages that just they didn't care about, whereas the previous entries had been very much, yeah, like, okay, we're not going to give you anything for no. it, but you did all the things. Yeah. I mean, it still has, like, you got all the characters, obviously, because that's the important one, I suppose. But. Yeah. <laughs> But like, yeah, I was kind of disappointed. Cause mainly because there was there was pop-ups for like getting some of the things. Like there's one for like 800 music tracks, but not all of the music tracks. And there's one for like 100 challenges, but not all of the challenges. I wonder if that's because it's a little... If you, for players that bought into the season pass or something, the music might be somewhat there. <laughs> well, I don't know if that will count. Yeah. I don't know. It depends if they're like going to give you some music with the DLC, but then give you some more that you can buy. Like more just turns up in the store. <laughs> well, I might know about that. Hope they don't do that anyway. I don't mind either way, to be honest. It's I'd rather, if you're going to buy them the DLC, just give you all the stuff that comes with the DLC. I guess. <laughs> so, yeah. Was Port Town any of that music? No. Ah. Disappoint. <laughs> Mistake. So, yep. Turns out well, our hopes were unfounded. Ah. That one specific track wasn't there. How do you, how do you cock up that bad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that obviously is. Yes, that obviously. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's mostly Smash Brothers. I'm nearly done. Like I say nearly, you know, that's still a whole other 20 characters to get through or whatever <laughs> in classic mode. And I'm getting to the ones that I'm less familiar with because they're newer. Because I'm dreading having to go through the whole classic mode with Ryu and Ken because I, <laughs> I'm stuck. I, you know, I can't do their special thing well, I'm, apart from the easy ones. I can do like, like, you know, it's just like actual Street Fighter. I can do the easy you can do the stick maneuvers, not right. the complicated ones. So you can't do the Dragon Punch. Yeah, reliably. basically. Yeah, the Dragon Punch takes... Oh, it's it's a lot more... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's lenient in this yes. than it is in real Street Fighter. Yes, you can <laughs> like basically input the stick command quite a long time before you actually hit the yeah. actual 
Smash Brothers can't. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not, and it doesn't need to be nearly as lightning fast as it. But like the, the actual the, stick action doesn't have to be ne- nearly as quick. But in it? some ways, that almost makes it more awkward because it like it might get confused. You mean? And like, well, no, it's like you. It makes you think about it for too long. Is what I'd say. Like because you're you you want to get out a move, but you're having to think so far ahead because you. It's not because you have to think so far ahead, but it's because you can. Because that putting the command in has quite a large window. You're trying to think ahead of that move so far. If you're not good enough to do it quicker, hmm. that it oh, like yeah, yeah, it yeah. makes you not think about what you're currently doing as much. Right, right. <laughs> I, I I get it. Yeah, it's a little. It's a it's a skill you probably haven't needed in, yeah. in Smash. Yeah. Whereas it's it's something I guess a fighting game player would be well accustomed to. Although I think in some ways it might actually be quite difficult for people because it it's all it's lenient to do, but it's also like you can't do it quickly. I find like if you do try and do it too fast, it just doesn't work that way either. Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay. Or you know, or maybe I'm just not actually inputting all the command the full yeah, command maybe, maybe quickly. Yeah, maybe when you're going too fast, you yeah. get a little inaccurate. Yeah. yeah, which is my problem with doing fast. Yes, fighting game inputs. So there's that. I got to get through the rest of those characters, and I probably will eventually. <laughs> you played a lot of that game. Yeah, I, st- I still haven't finished World of Light. I'm plugging at it, but like, I'm not playing it as much as I was over. <laughs> I really want you to play more of that you know i i'm not that we need to talk about the spoilers or anything but you know it'd be nice if you had finished it <laughs> i took down all the barriers and you can go to the area in the top left now i haven't taken down all the barriers around like what's it um with yeah the yeah. floaty gamil or whatever it's called <laughs> gamil gleal gleam 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 yes gleam I mean, it's, you know, obviously that. Gleam, the PlayStation name, isn't it? Yeah, you fight, you fight the PlayStation. <laughs> that would be so funny, actually, if the last boss to Smash Brothers was like, screw you, Sony. Submit to that to Game Theory. <laughs> Their theory is wrong. It's actually all about fighting Sony. <laughs> so, yes, uh, there's that. Um, obviously, I played Rocket League some, and... I've just recently gone back to Factorio again, but not into the save that I should have gone into. It was annoying because I was like, "It's the I want to finish that fucking C block game, but it's just like I just have to summon the effort to get back into that specific file." But then I just ended up like making new. Well, I, what I ended up really doing was like looking at the other major mods and be like, "How have these changed recently?" Because I haven't played most of these for quite a while. See what was up with them. And some of them are quite different. Some of them are the same. <laughs> but just I don't know if I should be happy or depressed by the fact that you might have actually convinced Kippers to play this thing. <laughs> I don't think I convinced him. He seemed quite interested before I even talked to him about it, which was weird. That <laughs> yeah, is weird. <laughs> For Kippers. But yeah. He we talked about it and I sh- and I like streamed some of my I showed him some of my saves. Be like, here's some here's some bases in various states of mm. progress. And then at the end of that, he was like, okay, I might might get into that, but I've got the first Yakuza 0. And I was like, yes, you probably should. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Finish that game first. Don't jump into something completely different. Is he playing 0 or Kawan? I, I don't know. I forget. Yeah. I forget. Too. 
So there was that. I looked at these other, other. Also, I was kind of hoping to like maybe get a multiplayer game going again in one of those other mods. But conveniently, a different game came out that we can that I could play in multiplayer with the person oh. that I play stuff with. Astroneer came out of oh, early out access. Out of early access. Okay. Although to be honest, it seems like they probably maybe rushed it a bit. <laughs> no, it still needs to cook. Yeah, maybe just a bit. Because the thing is, it was like back in November or sometime around then, they they were saying like we would have liked to release 1.0 on like the anniversary, which would have been the second anniversary, I think, of when it launched in early access. Mm-hmm. It's like we would have liked to launch it in December for the anniversary, but we're not going to make that, so we're going to say we're going to release it in February. And they, you know, they made a specific date. It wasn't even just vague. It was like mm. this date in February is going to be the release. But apparently they didn't really make it in time by the looks of it. It's like it feels like it probably could have used a little bit longer. <laughs> so, so what's what's still out with it? What's still off? Well, it's just bugs mainly. Mm. But like and sort of weirdly recurring bugs. The primary ones are with the vehicles. Somehow the they've sort of regained the bug where the vehicles will occasionally just chuck you into space. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> which, is, which was a bug that had been around for a while, but seemed to have got fixed and now is back. It's just like a classic, like, I don't know, polygons overlapping, yeah. don't know how to deal with yeah. it. It just pings you up. Mainly when you're getting in and out. Because the thing is, they... Again, this is one of those things where you fix a bug by not really fixing the bug, where they just really just made it so when you get out of a vehicle, you just spawn, like, ten feet in the air. Oh, right, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of the lazy solution. But... Are, they, are they vehicles you design? Not really. Oh, okay. So it's, it's, not, it's not likely that you'll have designed a vehicle where you'll just spawn into it then. There are ways to make it fucked up. Like if you put the seat deliberately facing in a weird direction on one mm-hmm. of the vehicles that you attach seats to rather than it having a default seat. Like, I, you can make it so the driver's seat faces the floor. Which is... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not very helpful in real life, but it doesn't matter when you're playing in third person. <laughs> That's pretty funny. But yeah, so the vehicles will occasionally ping you into space still. And there's a slightly more weird bug with the vehicles where they just occasionally stop working for no apparent reason. Like, you can get in them, but then the controls just don't work. And you just have to, like, jump in and out a few times until it seriously decides to start working again. Mm. Don't know what's up with that one. And then, you know, there's a few other things that are sort of just generally glitchy. There's something that me and the people we've been playing with seem like generally in agreement. It feels like might be like a floating point error with like coordinate systems. Because it's more noticeable on the small planets is the first thing that seems to suggest it might be something, something rounding error going wrong. But like, especially on the small planets, you can feel like when you're running along it's like you hitch and like jiggle up and down slightly in certain locations like near one of the places we landed on the first planet you could you could always feel this like there was this line an invisible line across the middle of our landing zone where it's like you walk across it and you just like <laughs> mm. you can feel it glitching and i have had that occasionally ping me into space as well <laughs> <laughs> great at least in that case it's just like you just fall straight down and then at least you die right where you were <laughs> so you know okay. where your stuff is <laughs> But yeah, apart from the glitches, it's generally much more polished than it was the last time I played it. Like all the all the menus and stuff have been tidied up and 
you know made more consistent. Okay, so, so more still more polished, but they missed a spot. Yeah, they ran out of varnish halfway through. Maybe, and you know the new the new stuff that has actually been added in this period between the last early access release and the 1.0 is actually kind of interesting. The first thing that I like, obviously, is that they've updated the terrain generation, so it's just better, mm. which is always my problem with procedurally generated games. Sure, yeah. <laughs> procedurally generated terrain usually sucks, and this is slightly better than average, although the caves still suck, kind of. The random tunneling effect of caves. But that I don't think there's really any real way to ever solve that problem. It's a been a problem since Minecraft. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, they're like the surface terrain is just generally nicer and has like better like more defined biomes and stuff where it's like here's the forest area and here's the mountains it's not just based on a height map or whatever so that's nice and then there is like the i guess story mission it's not really explicit it's more like an exploration thing but like you when you start exploring around, you're like, well, what's that glowing pillar of light in the distance? And you go over there, it's like a mysterious alien building. And then you're like, oh, it's got power sockets. So what happens if we plug it in? And then it powers up and then it turns on a little mysterious floating orb. And you can look into the orb and it shows you this sort of map of the planet with like six of these structures on the outside and then one in the middle. And it's like, oh, shit. There's something to do. Yeah, we've got a goal. <laughs> Power up all these buildings and then something will happen, maybe. Hmm. And that each of the individual planets seems to have its own set of these buildings. Interesting. But you've got to get to them, surely. Like, is that the truth? Like, are they far away enough that they're actually a problem to reach? I mean, the planets aren't that big, and you can also you can also just launch the shuttle into orbit and then land on the same planet, just in a different place. Mm. So you can like build outposts that way, rather than transferring between planets, which is just, you know slightly more complicated. But yeah. It does seem like there's a some amount of a story slash goal, even if it's not really a story. But who knows what will actually happen? And if you want more reasons to do specific things, there's achievements. So <laughs> there's at least a progression from that side. We're like, oh, you, there's an achievement for digging down into the mantle, and then an achievement for getting into the center of the planet, which may or may not be through those mysterious alien structures mm. with their mysterious thing in the middle. Either it's going to turn on some kind of teleporter and just shove you into the middle or you do have to dig to the middle to turn on that one in the middle yeah <laughs> which i'm kind of hoping is that I, we were trying to dig to the middle of the planet but it was like i was momentarily confused because because the plants are quite small and i guess it, i should have thought of this i started digging down at a 45 degree angle because i was making a ramp so we could drive the cars down it so I was digging down, and then after a while, I realized, hang on, I'm digging up. Because <laughs> I continued on the same line, but I dug, like, through the whole planet, essentially, but, like, not through the middle, because I was started at a 45-degree angle. Hmm. So, like, the gravity had shifted, and I came upwards into a cave, and I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that would make sense. Hmm. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, I guess I just have to find where I got to the lowest point where the gravity had become flat on what used to be a 45 degree slope and then start another slope off that one and just keep going down that way eventually try and get to the middle maybe or you could just go straight down I guess though you wouldn't really be able to get out very easily <laughs> that's why I was doing it with the slopes so we'll see how I hadn't, haven't got to the depth for that mantle achievement to spawn yet although I guess we're doing it on the starter planet which is one of the larger ones, not one of the smaller ones. Might be easier to get that on one of the small planets. 
But who knows what will happen? Who knows how weird gravity will get once you start getting that far down? Because <laughs> the radiuses of these planets aren't very big, so like you'll be able to actually walk not a very long distance and have the direction of gravity completely change. Yeah. I was wondering, does gravity get stronger in the middle or weaker? No, or no it, gets, it, gets it gets weaker because yeah. there's more mass above you, yeah. which is pulling yeah. you in the other direction. <laughs> I don't think it does in the game, though. Hmm. In fact, I'm not sure the small planets even have lower gravity. It seemed like I was jumping the same height. Blame that on the exosuits. You just automatically have... The exosuits controls the strength to make it seem like the same gravity no matter where you are. <laughs> like jumping for it. They've got little boosters. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, and apart from that, it's not the general progression hasn't changed that much. They slightly changed like the minerals and whatnot, and there's like a second tier of materials that are like combined. So you need to get the chemistry lab and start combining the base materials into the more complicated ones. But it's not really that different. You're still just wandering around scooping up the mineral patches and then flying to other planets for the minerals that you don't have on the starter planet. Mm. So we'll see how long that continues to be interesting see what happens i'm not sure what we're going to do about turning on the things because it like it'd probably be quicker and easier to do one of the small planets but we've already done one of the ones on the first planet and it seems like the alien structures on the small planets require more power to power up which is probably a balancing i guess because it seems like there's probably less of the structures but they require more effort so i don't know we might just we might just dig a hole to the middle of the planet first and see what happens before we start having to turn on all these other places. And also, generally, we need to get further up the tech tree. Get the bigger shuttles, because they have bigger storage, which will let you store more of the equipment you'll need to build these outposts and do the powering thing. So yeah, that's been fairly interesting. But yeah, probably needs at least one more patch. They did already patch it once after release, a very quick patch. But the vehicle problems were only in the known issues category, not the fixed category. Right. <laughs> it's like they know about them. But still need to get that patched up. Sounds like a more inherent problem with their physics engine, doesn't it? That kind of stuff. Yeah. I guess it's just one of those problems with procedurally generated like voxel terrain or whatever. It's always going to be kind of inherently unstable. Mm. With loading and streaming and LODs switching in and out and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the classic problem Space Engineers had <coughs> with its Voxel asteroids. Haven't been into Space Engineers for quite a while. Mainly because I haven't had it installed, so it hasn't been telling me every Thursday that there's a patch. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. And not seeing it has made it easier to forget about. Mm. <laughs> Apparently they're doing some fairly major patches to their survival mode, which is kind of the bit that's more interesting to me, because I'm not interested in creative mode, really, in Space Engineers. But, survi but survival access. mode is still too much of a hassle. That's still early access, isn't it? Technically, yes. Mm. <laughs> if it ever, ever actually comes out. But that's the one that got console releases. Yeah, it? that did get a console release. Okay. Which may or may not have been some kind of console early access, but not really said so. At the yeah, time. I mean, yeah, it could be preview on Xbox, at least. It was in the early days of them, of the idea of there being early access on consoles. Mm. So I'm not sure it counted in that system. It might just have been a weird early version that they just released. Weird. Well, no, it's apparently still early access. 
Well, I mean, the the other part of Fortnite is right. The zombie based defense no, I game. The whole thing was still like. Well, I mean, that's what I mean. If one part of it is still early access, they probably just count the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> Weird. Apart from that, I don't think there's really anything else that I played. I kept thinking about playing stuff again. That was <laughs> one of those times. Shouldn't think you should do. Yeah, I guess. There's also been another Steam sale, so I've been looking at my wish list again to see if anything has got low, lower price than it was at Christmas. I know. I've been. It's, it's one of those things. I, I just have to remind myself: don't buy games. You've got a backlog, <laughs> right? So I've got Call of Duty. I've got two Call of Duty games to play. Jesus! Like, I've got Fallout Four <laughs> sat behind me that yep. I've actually been quite tempted to start. Yep. For the first time ever. Really, oh, the only thing I was looking coming at off Red Dead. It's time for Fallout Four. Fallout Four, <laughs> more open world. Super yeah. long. <laughs> now, now's the time of the year for me, though. Though I normally go hitting some of the games I've never, never. Well, it's because nothing is coming out. Yeah, I guess. It starts, beca- it starts to become rel- for, for games I'm interested in. It starts to become a relatively quiet season. Yeah. The only real reason I was looking at the sale was to see if Valkyria Chronicles had gone down more. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's like fifty percent off, and that game only came out like the very end of last year, anyway. Yeah, it's still pricey, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it was still a full price game. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I still got things that I, I still got things that I did buy in the Christmas sale that I haven't played. <laughs> right, like bed sales. I never got rid of that. Man, I'm so bummed. Like there was a hot sale at Tesco's, um, <laughs> of all places. Where you could have picked up a copy of Soul Calibur Six for PlayStation or Xbox for a tenner. Wow! And I and I jumped on it, but they'd run out by, oh. the, time I, by the time I got there. And you didn't like go to some other Tesco's or anything. I don't know. There aren't any other big Tesco's. I could have gone to the one in Barry, I suppose, but it's a bit out of the way. Yeah, that's a bit. Yeah. <laughs> but I want the version with the DLC anyway, because mm. I get, then I get Tira and Two B. Yeah, I guess you want that one character. And they've announced a, uh, they have announced their next character in it, and it's a character on Soul Calibur Five that wasn't in Six. Mm. So you know that's a little less interesting. Yeah. but it, it's um, um, but yeah, I kind of want that fire pass. <laughs> it's like CD keys seems to be the route you can get like. But it's still relatively expensive there, like for the game and the deluxe version of the game, at least. Mm. Um, like, it still feels full price. And it's like, yeah, fighting games, they keep their value at the moment. Mm, yeah, I guess. Well, the Fighters is half price at the moment on Steam. And I was a little bit tempted to be like, is that one of these like Marvel versus Capcom games that Zach and I could mess around with? Oh, I think I might have a copy of um, Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom 3 now on Xbox because oh. it was on Games of Gold. Okay. So we can go back into that <laughs> and mess around. So the, we can play as Phoenix right finally. Oh yeah, because it will have the full it's set. the ultimate version. Right. Yeah, but not not the backwards compatibility. No, unfortunately, <laughs> I, can't, I won't be able to use my fight stick because it's on X-Bone. Yeah, yeah, it's, which is annoying. Someone should really just make a fight stick that works everywhere. <laughs> you yeah. think it would you be that difficult with, stick. with direct input? Yeah, really. but apparently it is. <laughs> Yeah. I think that was everything. I don't remember. I feel like there should have been one more thing, but there probably wasn't. <coughs> there hasn't been a very game filled time. Cool. Um, I'm still playing Spider Man. Yeah. It's still good. I don't really have anything to say this week, particularly about it. I'm just plowing through the middle of it, I suppose. <coughs> 
uh, I had to fly to Krakow this week, so I didn't have so much time to uh, to play. Fighting what? Uh, Poland. Oh, just... I had to go to Poland oh. for work briefly. I thought you said you were fighting Krakow, and it's just like what? <laughs> like fly, what fly to Krakow. Yeah, that's what I misheard. It's just like I'm just, I'm just going there. I'm just going to take on Poland all by myself. No, I, I'm sure they beat the crap out of me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anyway, yeah, it's good. Uh, re- refer to my previous comments. It's really fun and and a bit lighter than the yeah. previous games I've been playing. But uh, definitely st- still up there in terms of quality and oh, fun. Yeah, I, should, I suppose while you're playing, I should spit up the DLC. That's a good and, point, yeah. And, and, and refresh myself. Yeah. Uh, you um, that's kind of it, I think. Potentially for this podcast. Oh, are we on time? Just about vaguely, yeah. <laughs> time better. I think we're always vaguely on time. Cool. Hey, it's been t- it's been two weeks since my last on rush. I might be free. <laughs> uh, have we got any videos coming up? Well, there's the last episode of Half Life. Yep. The last of the Half Life. That's that's all that's all we've got in the docket right now. So I look forward to the. the <laughs> is that actually? Did you fit Zen into one episode? How long is? Surprisingly, Zen? we did. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It so, wasn't as long as I remembered. That was no. one of the bits shorter than I remembered, rather than right. longer. Than I yeah, you, you figured <laughs> okay. because there was a couple of bosses that you might have to. You know, it took well, a while I, to get to each, but it's doesn't. like I remembered the factory being a lot longer than it was mm. as well. Yeah, I can't remember Zen very well, so I'm looking forward to watching. No, that. I remembered basically nothing. <laughs> like it, this, this was interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, watch out for that, listeners, and we'll be back but in a couple of weeks. It does mean we'll terrify you with a new series, though. Soon. Oh yeah. We've, we've, we've yes. got we've got ideas, man. You've got plans, okay? We've got plans. Yeah. Can't wait to see how ridiculous it is. Oh, it will be entirely expected. Yeah, <laughs> not, not expected. actually surprising in the slightest. Yeah, okay. I think we've, we've talked about it before. Cool. Well, look forward to that too, and we'll return for another podcast in a couple of weeks. Podcast. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>